Speak Between the Lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. Make sure that don't stop on this mid-recording. Nah, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. Lord Jesus. Can't stop, won't stop. Rockefeller Records. We get down, baby. We get down. Get, yes, get the lovers. Nigga, I hear that shit. Was that young Chris? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Best take ever. <laughs> Y'all keeping that. <laughs> what the fuck? You gotta sped up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> keep that. Keep keep, keep, keep all this. Keep all you know that. What, man? You know what, man? <coughs> let's just let's just throw it today away and just start over another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Good episode, y'all. So we we finna quit. Um, <laughs> we appreciate y'all downloading, giving us an extra couple hundred downloads for uh, thirty seconds of work. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on today. Oh man! All right, man. Everything sounds good. Everything is showing up good. Absolutely, I like it. I'm not worried about if I can hear y'all or not because you don't have to. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. Yeah, I ain't gonna worry about it. All right, take thirty-seven. Take thirty-seven. Speak Between the Lines podcast, episode 68. <laughs> I just saw something. <laughs> Wait, what? What'd you see? Somebody said, I wish Thanos would, would snap his fingers on this podcast community. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that shit there. I was like, ooh, there go. some of y'all niggas out here. Nigga. Garbage. Hey, can we hear some shots on these niggas? Because that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but a lot of y'all niggas do suck. <laughs> No, you a know, lot bullshit. Of, y'all, a lot of a lot of y'all niggas suck. Uh, no, damn, why not like that? Don't do it like that. What you mean? They why do. You, oh my gosh. A lot of <laughs> what? A lot of them suck. Uh, let's I know not here. Nigga, how many uh, real shit, dog? And we we discussed this. How many times you been on a Facebook group and then you try to listen to somebody else's shit and you start falling asleep in the first five minutes? Be like, uh, oh, some of that stuff was good. Some of it was good. You some of it was. Nigga, one for you how many? Hmm? I got lucky. Yeah. I, I, the ones I listened to, I, I had one that was good. Everybody the rest was. You know what I was like listening to those podcasts? You remember uh, Sideshow Bob and The Simpsons when he was used to r- walk around and he would hit a rake and he'd be like, that, that's listening to the whack ass podcast. I would just run into one after another and they were all bad. Okay. I probably heard a total of five good podcasts out of 30. They're probably uh they're probably still trying to find their footing. Oh. Okay, well, like it's crickets, right? Because the music stops on that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into it. Yep. We did, did we, we introduce ourselves? You, no, we, we did not. I cut you off. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just so many takes of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can just piece it together. <laughs> right. All right, man. Young rest. Join with J Rock. King Gabe is here signing in. Alright, man. What do you want to talk about? Because normally that's the first thing that you say. You'd be like, you know what I want to talk about? Me? I do? Yeah. I say that? Yeah. Nah. I'm chilling, man. My I'm nigga, chilling you, today. You just I, did I, that in, you did that in take 22. And take 18. Oh, uh, nah, man. Um, shit. And 45. Nothing, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If, if I guess if they knew how... Just based off what y'all are saying, all these takes we just did. I mean, if you realize, if they knew how long it took to start this episode, just huh. this one alone. Yeah, we just did an episode. Yeah, we yeah. did an episode trying to start an episode. Goddamn. That sucked. But how are you guys, man? How's everybody feeling today, man? You know, 
We're kind of back in our natural element, back on the couch. Yes, back on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Back in the Wearing chair. Blue. Wearing blue. Wearing blue. Back on the couch. Green screen. Mm, I missed it. Yeah, even though I, I haven't been releasing videos. Right. So and, okay. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I my, I t- I, well, I told y'all. I told y'all why, right? Uh, when Ty was here? Because the, the, the upload kept crashing because my internet was slow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now you got you that 300 that up and down. Number. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. Now I got up and down. I mean, it's not a gig, like somebody was saying. But, you, you know. know um, I'm just saying, though, for me to come over. To to... Shine. Yeah, bro. Hmm? Niggas always got steady shine. Yeah, man. That's like, yeah, man. I just bought a new car, man. It's 2016. Nigga, you got the shit. I just got the 19. Fuck that shit, Shit. Miles have an ass, nigga. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Let's see. I guess let's just jump into it, dude. We've already spent a lot of time setting up and shit. Let's just rock and roll with this. Up. All right, cool. Wins and losses. Wins and losses. Dubs and L's. All right. All right, so. Ah. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my soundboard up. Okay. Okay. Anyway, this I, week, I haven't been prepared today. As you guys can see, nobody's prepared. It's okay. Um, so I had a win this week, right? Hmm. Game of Thrones is finally back. Hmm. Two episodes going strong. Hmm. Games of Thrones. Can't wait for next week episode. For episode three, it looks like the fighting is about to start. Hmm. So I'm I'm definitely happy about Game of Thrones. I heard there was a lot of buzz about like somebody. Like I don't know, some kids fucking or some shit. I don't yes. watch Game of Thrones, yes. but there was like a big deal about that. Yes, like, about some wait, girl named what? like Avea or some. Shit. I don't. I don't know. I don't watch Maisie Games Williams. But what, what was that? All right. So what was that about? So on the show, Game of Thrones wild. It was it was wild in medieval. Times. I was about to it ring the bell wild. and say I was gonna ring the bell and say one time for Game of Thrones for the nigga that don't watch Game of Thrones. But then you said the child shit, and I was like, uh-uh. so when she started, she was like ten years old. But the show eight years ago. Yeah. So no, it's been ten years. Because Game of Thrones had, been on ten seasons. Was well, eight seasons, but they had a year and a half break between this season and last season. Ah. So it's been filming for ten years. So the actress who did the scene is actually twenty. But when you started watching the series, she's a she's a eight nine year old kid, and she still looks young as hell. How much time has passed in their world? About the same. Oh, okay. So uh, it's this. You're looking at it like, wait, is this a kid? Did, did she really just get completely nude for this shot? They they just put por- child pornography on. Yo, I, I I feel like R. Kelly a little bit. <laughs> she's eighteen, all right. Oh lord. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, she's. I think she's twenty now. She's twenty. Yeah. Mm. See, that's the thing, though, man. You gotta like, if you go be in Game of Thrones, you gotta be all about Game of Thrones. I'm talking about. But she was she about it. Consent wouldn't pop it back in the day. Oh no, no. She told me. <laughs> you take off them shorts. I'm ready for it. <laughs> but it's a whole bunch of shit. That, it's a whole bunch of wild shit. I mean, it's incest. It's all type of shit in Game of Thrones, right? Absolutely. Like, I think so. the, I oh, I haven't. I, I, I watched the first episode, and and boy, it, and like, wasn't like brothers and sisters having sex or something like that? See, I got to the part where they cut the horse up on his neck, and that I was, was like, just like, like first five minutes. Yeah, and I quit. I, I literally I tapped out. So I'm I'm really uninformed on this. My nigga, did you just clap? No, he he was smacking bug cheeks. It was the sound effects of smacking bug cheeks. For the incest? Well, that's what happened. It was butt cheeks. Uh. Sam Quentin. Butt cheeks. Just... All right, let's move on. <laughs> um, I have a win. <laughs> <laughs> I, I... Segway out of that, nigga. He said, I'm just like, okay. hey, that, that so can that be a win. win. 
Oh man, yeah, Game of Thrones is interesting. I just can't, I can't get into it, man. Man, you got to. I mean, it's not that I can't get into it. It's I'm just pretty a sure lot. it's a dope show. I just it's it's when people are like, "Oh, you gotta watch Game of Thrones," and it's like, I'm cool. I gotta just catch it on my own time, maybe. Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Yep. And like, the thing, the it's better. It's breaking. I, I, I mean, you may be right. I think. I think too. Like I think I, I told y'all before, I'm not a binge watcher type yeah. of person. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I'm like already eight episodes <laughs> in the red, <laughs> nigga, just, I mean eight seasons <laughs> red. red, it's like mm, that nigga really. John be like, be like, it's too late for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real, man. Um, but yeah, man. Best you know. Shouts out to Game of Thrones, dog, and all y'all Game of Thrones fanatics. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, more power to y'all. Um, so I got a win. My win was I got to kick it with my homeboys this weekend. Like it was dope. It was you know it was a whole big thing. Um, Rez was there, and it was cool. I don't want to. I don't want to. No, no, you all, by all, all means. Um, I'm gonna say this. So we we went. You know, Joe Budden's podcast was this weekend, mm-hmm. of course, which was dope. But then yep. after afterwards, we went to this thing called this uh, the set. R&B experience, which that's what I'm gonna share because I thought that shit was dope as hell. So it was like this kickback spot at this bar called RBC, and it was just set out the set of just R&B music, True mm. Hill. It just it was so dope, and the way the DJ was mixing it in, like he'll mix in like some fast shit with like some Trey songs. Mm-hmm. That shit was popping. Okay, that shit was popping. Yeah, man, it was it was some last minute shit. My homeboy Eli. Through at us. Shout out to Eli. Yeah, man. Shout out to, to Elias Ibrahim. But um, yeah, man, some last shit that he got he threw at us and we we hit it up. You know what I'm saying? That shit was dope as hell. It was cool, man. Just being able to kick it. You yeah. know. That's that was always that's always fun, just being able to kick it. So that's at what point did you know you was feeling it, feeling it? Um so you talking about at the R and B thing? Yeah. Because you was feeling it. I was Duh, I was feeling that was That nigga was all the way in that bitch. It brought you back to high school? Yo, every dance move Man, he attempted to show school. me. Duh, yeah. I was trying I was trying to get Rez in his bag. He wasn't trying to get in his bag. I was bag, not. Dog. You got to open up that bag up, man. He wasn't trying to get in his bag. The only man. bag I got into was a cameo, and I, I let that shit ride for like, yeah. for like the first verse, and then I finally hit it. And I was crying. I was like, nigga, we know this. I told you this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's I'm, like, stay back. Yo, it was straight deer headlights. I was like, all oh, these people. <laughs> Everybody, everybody was hitting that mud too. Everybody was hitting that. Yeah, dog, it was smart. I don't, I don't know what song it was, but I was, I was deep. I can't even remember all the songs that were played. I was drunk. So, so okay. So I'm glad you said it because <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was so gone. I didn't realize I was at an R and B experience type thing uh-huh. until like an hour in. I was like, damn, they're playing some good ass R and B, and then I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. oh shit, this whole night is fucking R&B. Whole night R&B, man. Yeah, I was in it. I was in it. And then my boy, my boy Rev was in town. Shout out to Rev, man. Shout out to Rev, man. It was, oh, you know what? There's something else I want to talk about. We'll and get that, to it. Remind no, me. don't rush. Don't rush. Don't rush. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> my, okay. guy, my guy Rev was in town um, <coughs> all the way from San Antonio, Countdown mm. City. Countdown mm. City, 210. Okay. We're gonna get back to that. Okay. We're gonna go back. We're gonna circle back. But um, okay, it was cool because me, me and Rev, like when we're out together, we did this in college too. Like when, we, when we're out together, like I don't know if like we just kind of just feed off each other's energy Y'all when do. we're dancing Y'all or something do. like that. But it's like it's it's like we're like back to back, and it's like it's just back to back one on one. It's like we're just in this vibe, and that shit was fun. That shit was fun. I haven't seen him in like years, and the fact that you can just. 
feel like take off. Let me take pick up where you left pick off. Up where you left off at? Yeah, that shit was dope. No, I, honestly, I could say this uh, just watching from afar. Like it's um, it's really a testament to friendship because it, it really did feel like y'all never missed a beat. Mm. So when y'all were like, "Well, we ain't seen each other for over like a year and a half," mm. I couldn't believe that shit. Yeah, because watching y'all, uh, especially when we got to the the after party spot, mm. y'all was just vibing. Yeah, and like like you would hit a little move, and then this nigga would go into his his bag and shit. And you know what I'm saying, but his bag is his bag is interesting because his bag doesn't involve. It's like it's like a lot of movement in one square. Yeah, like the square's not big. Yeah, so he's not he's not covering a lot of ground. But this nigga busting his ass off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I said, okay, cool. Like y'all niggas was getting it. Like y'all was in a vibe. So you know, my non dancing ass, I'm just posted up drunk. Uh, just, I, I thought Rez was gonna get out there with us too, man. But I forgot Rez don't, Rez don't really be listening to R and B like that. I mean, but once you get a couple shots and you got to. Well, so that's what you would think. so I got I got into it. <laughs> that's what you think. I, no, I got it. I, I did. I got into it. I just didn't physically get involved. Like it was more so like like you know you be singing to yourself and shit. I was on that shit. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I was on my shower scene shit. Yeah, I feel you. I ain't mad at that. That's it's R and B. That's what you do. <laughs> but it was a good time, a good experience. We all got to kick it together. That did make me yeah. nervous for the wedding, though, because I, I was like, damn, it's not my greatest fear. Bro, I'm saying, you, got, you just got to just feel the music, bro. Just feel it. You can't care. You can't yeah. care what people think. You see, you saw, I don't, I didn't care. I was out there. Yeah, because the nigga, the, the fucking cameraman for the actual event mm-hmm. got right in John's face, right in A's face, and flashed his ass. Yep. Pause. Yep. But I mean, like he got. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I mean, he put it right in this grill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Right, right in my grill, wow, bro. But yeah, that nigga was wilding. Yeah, that shit was fun though. We gotta get. But usually, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you crazy. can't. You can't, especially not on your wedding night. You well, no, really I mean, can't. like normally, like it's weird because, like, when we podcast, I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Right, I say what I what I think. When 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 I'm debating with people, I don't care. Right. But when I'm dancing with people, I suddenly care. Yeah, it's man. weird. You can't care. I don't like it. You can't care, yeah. bro. You can't. Because you care what you look like. Because right. Because you, you're talking about talking. You like to talk. You don't care how you sound. Because there's no visual aspect to that. <laughs> well, depending on who's editing, I do care how I sound. <laughs> I mean, well, hey. I feel sorry for you. Right. I do care. <laughs> I just sound like Willy Walker. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, that shit, was, that shit was fun. Oh, uh, damn! I, but just, I just thought up a topic off of that. Go ahead. Shoot. No, no, we get let's 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 no, let's sure, sure, sure. Because no, you don't forget it. I'm no. not. No, I'm not. Because it, it was something that happened. Oh, okay, cool, out. cool, yeah, cool. So I'm, All right, so good. let me get mine out the way real quick. So pretty much just the the whole experience of like going to see the Joe Budden uh, podcast live uh, at the what was it the Majestic right? We were at the Majestic, Majestic Theater, Theater, yeah. And nice. for him to be able to sell that event out and just to see what he's doing from when nobody was fucking with him on the mm-hmm. podcast shit. Like he was like 40, 50 episodes in and nobody was checking for him. Right. And to see him now selling out to see a podcast in general on tour, that's amazing. I never I've never seen that. Yeah. Ever. That shit is crazy. That's unheard of. That's uncharted territory. It was crazy. And you know, he even he even brought up the fact that he was like, look, you know, we've been on Spotify for what? Eight months. So in August it'll be a year. We've been the number one podcast on Spotify since we've been there. Damn. So when August comes up, I'm going to run up into the Spotify offices. I'm going to put my nuts on the table. And I'm going to tell them, 
fuck you, pay me. We the number one podcast. Mm-hmm. And that shit just feels good. Yeah. Being a part of the community and seeing somebody that's like literally paving the way for other people is dope. It is dope. It is dope. And he did it without selling out his fans too because he mentioned how mm-hmm. he turned down title. He mentioned how he turned down, um, well, he didn't mention it, but he turned down uh, Sirius XM as well. And yeah. it's like, you know, going on those type of f- platforms, you were pushing your fans to now pay to hear you and he didn't he wasn't about that life so respect yeah mm. man so okay him going on on spotify and i'm having a, a free service that he can still listen and they can still get money that's dope i still feel like john should have got on that stage though because there was a there was a period i thought about it there was a period where he let people in the audience come up on stage to play truth for truth oh i thought and it's it. whack ass and nigga if you listening dog bro you embarrass all of us but there was a nigga that represented some podcast, and he just did a terrible job. I thought about it. He did a terrible job. I was just why didn't you get up there? I was wearing the wrong goddamn shirt. Oh he, my he, god! He was repping Skip the tutorial. I, I would have got up there. Yeah, no disrespect, Skip, but I mean, like, I I was trying to put the hoodie on. <laughs> we could have got up there. I could have got up there with, with Rev because you didn't sit by us. So I could I could have got up there with Rev or Eli. That shit would have been sh- funny as hell. Shit would have been funny. That shit would have been funny. We would brought up. I would have brought up shit from from college and everything. But you should did that. No, nah, I'm gonna do that. Fuck well, nigga, they were asking the questions though. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, they were asking the questions, which would have been cool with two guys, because the girls were they were whack too. The girls were whack. The girls were whack. Well, one of the girls knew Joe, so mm-hmm. you know you gotta protect the connect. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. But yeah, that shit was fun though. Uh, damn, Rock, you didn't come for. You should have came out with us and I kicked it. Like you should have come. You doing with your life? Because niggas was looking for you. Huh? Who was looking for me? Niggas was looking Niggas for you. Was looking for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. We we was at a uh, BBC, uh, which was chilling. Yeah, yeah. And you know, my guy from Countdown pulled up. He <laughs> <might have laughs> showed up. He definitely asked me. You know what I'm saying? We was talking about the podcast. He was like, "Yo, I, I asked which one was coming," and John was like, "Rudy," and he was like, "Oh, so the other guy from Freeport wasn't coming?" And he was like, "Nigga, you can't talk shit about." San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's when, when 318 covers 90% of the state. <laughs> it, 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 it 100% does. 318 is deep. 318 is like East Texas. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I can't wait. He's back in San Antonio. You know, this nigga was on another podcast. I got to fire him up about that. Oh, before our shit? Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he. we didn't have time to get him on. But oh, they, okay, so it's our fault. Them, them, yeah, it is our fault. Yeah, okay. Them two would be dope to be guests. Oh, Rev if and y'all Eli? Interested, yeah. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Rev ain't going to be here for a minute. You hang it up. Eli's sure. here, though. So. He can call in. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he can call in. We got to work, we gotta work <laughs> that feature out. <laughs> yeah, he can call in. I just, I just want to sit back, pop the popcorn, and let him talk to Jay for a second. That's what I want. That's just going to be hilarious. Because he, has, that he has words for Yo you, ass. sir. Okay. Well, hey, let's see what happens. He has words for you. Rev, you know, you know all that heat that, that you're, you're searching for? All that, all that heat energy that you're putting out into the universe? He mm-hmm. comes back. He got it? Because I feel like back. I feel like on that episode, I was like, nigga, one day you're probably going to go to San Antonio. San Antonio's going to come to you. Yeah, you said that. And he was here looking mm. for you. He was here looking for you. That's mm. like... Yeah, that's funny. Next time. Ah. Uh, quick question. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't so, forget, right? Hmm? Remember I told you not to forget? No, I didn't forget. Okay, cool. You remember that whole the whole issue at the uh the bar about tipping with the guy? <laughs> 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 yeah, I do. I do remember. So there was this whole issue. We were out. Okay. And it was an issue um at the bar. 
that we had with the bartender. It was like it was me, Rev, Eli, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, Rev, Eli, Rez, and we were just kicking. We were just kicking it, right? Oh man, just kicking it. You know what I'm saying? It was like three dollar drinks or something like that. Three dollar well, so yeah. we we're just drinking, mm-hmm. right? And so, but at the time, we're not tipping, right? Okay. Me, I wholeheartedly planned on tipping. I just wasn't done drinking. You know what I mean? Right. So we're drinking. I maybe ordered one drink. I think one round. I think somebody else ordered one round. And then my homeboy's getting ready to order shots. Okay. The bartender's mad because he's like, none of these niggas tipped me. Right. So <clears throat> before he pours the shots, he's like, look, I'm not making no free drinks. None of y'all have tipped me. Like, what's good? I'm, I don't I don't make free <laughs> drinks. So what <laughs> the drinks aren't free, there's three dollars. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> Precisely. So I I I I really had a lot to say to that. You did. Which I did because I ended up saying a lot of it on the way to you did. the uh, the event or whatever. But my issue, I guess with that is like one, I was like, okay, yeah, we didn't. That doesn't mean that we're not going to. We're still here. Like, right. what are you talking about? So so there was a whole deal. Um, you know, my one guy, he orders the shots, tips or whatever, and then we bounce. So we got into this discussion in the car on the way to the Majestic Theater about tipping mm-hmm. and when to tip, when not to tip. Was it okay that we didn't tip? You know what I'm saying? And my whole thing was, well, what are your thoughts? Because you were kind of just watching in the background because I don't even think you bought shots yet or anything. Well, yet. no, what's crazy is like, uh, so E, the, the, the round that he bought, yeah. that was my round. So I was gonna buy the round, and he said, "He said, nah, I'm gonna go ahead and get this one." Uh-huh. And then right when he said that, that's when dude exploded, and he was like, "He's like, I'm not, I'm not pouring up free free shots or free drinks and everything like that." I was like, "Well, you know, first of all, you know, there was a woman that was helping us on the first two rounds. So mm-hmm. who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't tip her. <laughs> that's not you. <laughs> like we didn't tip her." That's first of all, yeah, you know. But my, but I get it. I, I see where Eli was coming from from the standpoint of, yes, when you're in that industry, you don't make a lot of money, mm-hmm. and so you make all of your bread through the tips, right? Right. So I, I was, I used to bust tables, so I get that living off of tips, yeah. And you know, his argument from the, not necessarily Eli, but the the bartender's argument was, okay, well, yeah, you could tip me, but you opened. And close your tab twice. Mm-hmm. So why would I not think you would open and close your tab a third time without tipping? Because who's to say that I have? Who's to say I don't have cash, right? Because I may have enough cash. I may not have enough cash to pay for my drink, but I may have enough cash to tip. Right. But the cash that you've been using, none of it's gone to the tip. So I think I don't think he's questioning if you have the cash or not. He's just questioning your willingness to give it to him. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. And I'm not mad at that. Like I said, I was my thing was I was going to tip, but I'm if I'm gonna continue buying and like we're in the same spot. Right. It's not like it's not like we're off at the back corner somewhere and then we're walking to the bar and we're buying a drink, not tipping, and then leaving and then coming back and going back outside or something like that. We're all in the same spot. We're chilling, right? right? I wasn't mad at what Eli said, right? Because I mean, it was Eli? I mean, I mentioned his name, so because I, I wouldn't, I was, so I wasn't mad at that. Um, my whole thing was the guy's approach. I was about to get that, but go well, ahead for the bartender himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my that was my issue um, because he was like, 
yo, y'all niggas ain't tipping. I'm not making no drinks, yada, yada, yada. Like, you didn't tip. You First didn't of all, he's white. Tip. He did not say niggas. Well, he didn't say niggas. I was like, whoa. Let me, 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 all these broke ass niggas ain't <laughs> You come to the BBC establishment? First of all, why is the place called BBC, bro? Uh, it's an acronym for something. Uh, clearly, don't I don't I don't know what, but that's what it is. Well, it said British something. It was some bullshit oh, acronym. Shit. There was a double meaning to that. I'm no, not I'm not falling for the okie doke. Go ahead. My whole thing approaches everything, everything. It's, I mean, because it's 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 how he came at us, and it was like. Kind of like what Rock was saying, like y'all broke niggas ain't gonna tip, y'all gonna buy drinks, but that wasn't, that's not what we were doing. At least not me. Like we were chilling with Bob. Now it's like that's just what it was. But my whole thing is like, don't come at me or don't don't approach the situation like that. And it's like expecting something because I was getting ready to walk off because you know the shots hadn't been bought yet. And it was like well, shit. All right, well, okay, bye. Yeah, you were about to walk. I was. So, but but the thing is, the thing is, like he didn't know how to approach approach the culture. It's three black men. You're a white bartender, right? Mm-hmm. You don't like he could have he could have said the exact same thing to us, just by saying like like Hey man, you know uh, I'm gonna get these shots for you, but y'all ain't gonna give me no love. Mm. That's all he had to say. Y'all ain't gonna give me no love. And and from a culture standpoint, we understand what he's talking about. Yeah. Right. So because I wasn't there for this part, I was there for any of it. Should have been. But uh, should have been. Let me ask you this. Uh, how many rounds was he giving y'all before he said anything about it? He didn't give us any. The girl did. He bought. He bought. He bought. I think me one round. That was it. Because we only bought three or uh, two. No, we only bought two. Oh, did he buy? Did he bring you the second round or the first? <clears throat> the first one. So what? And that so, was the only thing I bought from him. Okay, so the first one he bought. The second one the girl bought. Because I remember the girl bringing us rounds. Mm-hmm. So then this is his second time around. Because we only bought three rounds. Mm, maybe yeah. Uh, Okay. All right. So from his standpoint, I, it, he has nothing to lose at this point because <laughs> he has he has a game. He anything. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's just like he like you know he think like well hey you know what I'm saying he doesn't want to just beg for money because like that's a pride issue. It's like you know, I, you know it's true. Yeah, is if you ask nicely, is you have a better chance of getting something. Oh my god! Then just exploding at somebody because like nigga fuck you, I'm done anyway. Damn sure not getting it to him now, but like he's looking at it. All right, I've already I've already done I uh, did one round, none came out. I did another round, none come out. It's like, hey, hey nigga, I ain't doing this shit for free. Well the thing though is when he did the second round though, he did it before he poured the shot. Oh no, he fucked up then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like nothing was on the table. And that's why I was that's when I was getting ready to bounce. I was I was to be like, they don't buy shots, let's just go. Nigga deuce. Man, I'm like, I get it. My thing, like, I get it. I don't want to spend too much time because I, I it just hit me. Mm-hmm. As we were talking about, yeah. but I don't want to spend too much time on it. I mean, I get, I get, I get the guy, but then the guy needs to get where I'm coming from too. Yeah, you just got to know how to approach the culture, man. So. He could have got, he could have got, he could have got more out of it. Okay, all right. Tweet between the lines, man. Ah, yes. yes. Throw it up, throw it up. Buddy. Sound boy a little trippy today. A little, day. <laughs> little trippy. I've little trip, never trip. heard that. Ah. Ah. 
Yeah, man, a little trippy. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Take 32. Tweet between the lines. We have one tweet from Erica Jones of the Ian Friends podcast. She said, great info on the mortgage. I did not know that. But we're looking to establish, we're looking into established neighborhoods uh, for that space because with renting going up with the changes in the area, I'm sure homes do as well. So you said some fire stuff about, um, you know, like PMI and all of that stuff and, you know, how your property, you don't remember none of that, do you? <laughs> no, no, you don't remember no, no, I don't remember anything. Uh, you know, when you paid no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Why I'm, tweeted? Why were you talking about this tweet? I'm, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. First of all, shout out to the uh, Ian Friends podcast, friends of the show. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a painful experience. You know, I found out the hard way, but you know, Ave again peeped me to the game, so it is what it is. But yeah, we just had an interesting back and forth just about the whole. Well, everything's really going up in rent now because mm-hmm. she was talking about how rent's going up, especially when these apartments are getting stuff built right next to it. Mm-hmm. So like, I saw one apartment they had a Chick Fil A pop up, and automatically the rent went up like eighty dollars. Like, mm. just because you have holy chicken across the street, hey man, Chick Fil A and Starbucks to do that shit to you. That's some bull. So, but everything's getting more expensive. Yeah, I have a question about that because, <clears throat> like, you've been in your your place for a minute, and you've been here for a little over a year now. Mm-hmm. As, as which is crazy because I'm starting to see it more and more in Dallas with um, communities getting upgraded. We'll say. Yeah, gentrified. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was, I was gonna be a little bit more PC about mm-hmm. it, but gentrified, gentrified. gentrified. Go ahead. <laughs> so, gentrification. Like, even in my area. They've tore down McDonald's. They tore down Jack in the Box. They tore down a old condemned area. To, and now we have El Porico, uh, El Porico or whatever. Like a brand new restaurants is popping up. Mm-hmm. When that starts to happen, of course, rent goes up because you have more control of that. But does your mortgage also go up along with that? Your taxes go up. I suppose the taxes, but not your actual mortgage on it. Well, the taxes... The more you pay in taxes, the more it gets added on. So I guess technically, no, your mortgage doesn't go up if you want to be technical about it. Because, right, you got your mortgage payment. Mm. That's going to stay the same. But your taxes go up. Your, yeah, your, your property tax. But you, for some people, they pay their property taxes every month with the mortgage. They added mm-hmm. it to their mortgage. I would want to pay anything at the end of the yeah. year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could be sitting there like $1,500 and then your taxes go up and now you're paying $1,780. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's disgusting. Nigga, that is disgusting. Hey, man. But, you know, that's the game. It is what it is. That's the game you're playing. Yeah, but, man. yeah, we appreciate you. Appreciate you. Mm. <laughs> My mind is still on this tip conversation. But I'm going to get off of it. Hit us up. Hit us up. Start a conversation with us. Join a conversation we're already having. Check out our merch. Bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You'll find all of our shit. Time Great wanna, bell. Great time want to... Um, you want to bounce back to Joe Budden? Do we have any more on that? I just, it was just a good show, dude. It was a good show. Okay, so let, let's let's talk about this real quick. Um, skills. Watching them on stage mm-hmm. was an experience for me because, one, they're funny. But, two, I saw the full display of skills um, that they provide as a show. Mm-hmm. So the first segment that they did wasn't even a segment. It was a running joke that they literally kept alive for like 40 minutes. Yeah. 
the first actual segment that they plan to talk about didn't start until maybe close to an hour in. Mm-hmm. After they got done kicking the shits and introducing everybody and fucking around with people and doing a running joke. And then they were talking about how, what was it, the side chick or the work, the work bay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the work wife. Like Rory was talking about how his goal is to see a chick, scout them out at, you know, by the microwave and <laughs> <laughs> and his ultimate goal was to get her husband's leftovers oh, the next day. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah Rory, Rory is <laughs> ah, he's nasty with it. He's nasty with it. Yeah, man. That, it was, yeah, that is that is skill, dude. That is skill. And to even see just for the for the first time a live podcast, right? Because you can't you can't approach it as we're not there, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's we're not. We're like here. A thousand people. You can right? hear us. You can hear us. We're talking back. You know, it's all, and so and you know, we're in a closed off environment like we are. That can kind of distract you in a sense. It can kind of throw you off. But you know, the way with the way they're able to you know maneuver through that and you know involve the crowd and then like know when to get the crowd to chill out. You know, and it and, was it was good. And how they got on the chill, uh, chill outs because there was there was one section where. There's a dude behind me, like three rows back. He was screaming, just screaming some dumb shit. Like niggas was like, "Shut the fuck up, right?" Mm-hmm. And what Joe did was Joe never addressed him directly. He shut him down with music, which is a Joe thing to do. Yeah, right. He literally starts playing a song, and people get so hooked into the song when the song goes off, everybody shuts up because now we're interested again. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 crazy how he he I don't want to say manipulates. The crowd, but he can he can guide the flow of the conversation and your attention span. When he starts to feel it waning, he will bring it back with something. Mm-hmm. Whether it be a joke, whether it be music, whether it be asking someone a question and interacting with the crowd, like it's just it was amazing. It was it was a, it was masterful. It was good. J Rock, you missed, you missed something beautiful. You missed a treat, night, bro. Yeah, I, I, I catch you next time. Yeah, man. If there's a the next time, I can picture us up there one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. It'll be a next time. Dallas, Dallas was popping. It sold out. They'll be back. But I can definitely. That's a good point. Because that's something that you try not to do. At least I don't. I didn't. Right. Like <clears throat> I did it for a little bit, but I was really trying to enjoy the show. I didn't want to like be in like Student the dream, mode. the dream zone mm-hmm. watching right. them. But no, I can. You can. You can kind of see yourself. You can see yourself up there. And, and just and just doing your thing and a, and a crowd of people vibing with what you talk about. Yeah, straight up. And laughing and all that shit. Like, we're going to be that one, guys. Oh, one one quick thing, too, before we get off. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them because uh, you really see people that have been affected by the podcast on a personal level, the love that they have. Because they talked a lot about mental health. Mm-hmm. A lot of people... Uh, when they opened it up to the crowd to be able to s- talk and ask them questions directly, thank them for what they do about speaking on mental health and giving people an outlet and giving people options like, hey, this is how I deal with depression. This is how I deal with certain things. And I liken that to uh, not necessarily what we do because we don't necessarily speak on that standpoint, mm-hmm. but just conversations that we as black men need to have. I think that that's important. Yeah, and I think that resonates with people, at least from the people that I've talked to that listen to us, is they appreciate the fact that we actually do that. Yeah, that's a, that's a valid point. Mm. It was good. It was frustrating though. 
at the same time. It was frustrating. Really? But I got I got I got why people did it. And people did it because of what, what Red said. Because that was Q and A. That was Q and A. Yeah. And to hop on the mic and not ask a question. But to But to say what you want to say, to have the opportunity to say what you want to say about how it made you personally feel, I get it. And it's dope. And you know, but just you know, say that, but then you ask, just a, ask question. a question. Yeah, huh? Just ask a question though. Yeah, say that, but then ask a question too. See, oh, okay. Cosine. I, I, damn, yeah. nigga, you look so intense right now. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> damn. No, because we were sitting there and we were like, all right, you know, okay, this is cool. And then the first, like, one of the guys was like, all right, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, uh, he, what did he say? I can't remember what he said, but it was completely like left field. Like, mm-hmm. it was something, it was something about music that Joe's not even doing. Okay, now. okay. That, I'm glad, bro, I, I didn't know you was going to go there. That's the nigga that got me. I was cool with everybody else. Everybody saying, hey, mental healthness, yay. Appreciate you. Yeah. This nigga literally gets on the mic and was like, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to ask Joe a question about, about music and, uh, you know, how do you, how do you stay lyrical in a non-lyrical community that hip hop has evolved into for the culture? You know, how would you navigate those waters? He's retired, you know what I'm saying? Though. Because, you know, I'm an artist, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I do music, you know what I'm saying? And I make... I make CDs, you know what I'm saying, and so I re- trying to get a deal, and I, I record, CDs. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> and this nigga's like, I'm like, nigga. First of all, Joe had one hit, mm-hmm. one smash hit. He's had a troubled relationship with record execs and labels for his entire career. Why are you going to Joe about being lyrical in a non-lyrical world? Yeah, bro. And Rory, Rory literally showed you how dumb that that question was when he was like. You, you start a you start a podcast. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, but, nigga, fuck out of here. Yeah, man. I I, I liked Q and A, but I didn't like Q and A because it wasn't Q and A. I I see why people would do it though, because this is your chance to actually talk to the person. Mm-hmm. Nigga, go to the meet and greet. No, but I, I mean, I guess why I said I agree with what Red said because it was mm-hmm. important, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people that went feel that way. That's why they're there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, say what you got to say, and, and then like. Ask a ask question. question. Ask, yeah, for the purpose of the show. Yeah, because then it becomes selfish, right? Now you're spending the time of the epi- or of the podcast show that's supposed to really involve everybody, but you're getting your personal feels off. It's like that's cool, but and that's where we can like, really get more else. insight. Yeah. Like the three niggas that you want to get insight from. Yeah, you can ask them anything. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. So, I'm rolling. But All right. that code. Beehive. Beehive. Mm. Mm. I should have had some Beyonce. Uh, 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 I ain't got no though. Like, don't worry about it. You want to key it up? I don't have it. I was just, I was talking about the segment. Key up the segment? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, man. So damn, yeah. Like, so like Beyonce, Beyonce dropped the Homecoming album or Homecoming video. Well, Homecoming album and um, video on Netflix. Yes. Beehive or Beehive was. Was you know, Bayhive, Bayhive, Beehive. They was they was wilding, right? They was wilding. They was wilding. That shit was good. Um, and it was dope, man. I mean, what what are y'all thoughts? What are y'all thoughts? I mean, I don't know how much how much more you can say. I mean, I know a lot of people know about it, but it's like, well, I had a unique experience. I just haven't seen it, so. So I had a unique experience. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a, like the first 
three things we've talked to, we've talked about. Rock has not been a part of, and he's not gonna be part of the fourth one either. I, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, so it's like, all right, let's talk Nigga, about are this. Are you even here? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. It's like, it's I just like, want to be left off the hook. That, that's it. <laughs> so maybe we should get to something that Rock knows something about. about. Rock, but let's 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 get through this quick. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so I want to I want to know your thoughts because you had a. It seemed like you had like a. An eye-opening experience. I had an eye-opening experience. Mm. And I segue back to the episode mm. number, I don't know, whatever the MJ, Beyonce. Michael Jackson versus Beyonce. Yes, yes, the debate. The one where uh, the dude on YouTube said, this nigga don't know what the fuck he talking about. He was talking about me. <laughs> he was talking about you. He was talking about me. <laughs> he time-stamped you. He time-stamped me. Yeah, this, this nigga, nigga at this exact yes, moment. Doesn't know what he's talking about. It was like an hour I don't know minutes. what he's talking about, but this nigga doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, my God. All right, so... From somebody who um, appreciates Beyonce from a standpoint of being a legend and from a standpoint of being an all-time great performer, I've never put her on the Michael Jackson level. Ever. Never, ever, ever. Mm -hmm. And I never thought it was close. At all. Mm. And this gave me a, a, a cause to pause. Mm. Because... One thing that's unique about this movie, first of all, Beyonce is a genius because apparently, uh, I think during um, Coachella, word was spreading that she was making like less money than Ariana Grande or one of the other artists out there, right? Mm -hmm. It was Ariana Grande. Yeah. Okay. So she made less than that, but the genius behind it was she actually did a deal with Netflix to make this movie, mm -hmm. which is going to make so much more money. This one and two other films. That's nuts. So she's ahead mm -hmm. of her time. Like her and Jay, like they just. Geniuses like we we look at the short term game. Well, damn, Ariana Grande made more money. Mm -hmm. These niggas played the long game. It's like nah, I'm rich, bitch. It's always about the long game. So anyway, mm -hmm. but the the movie it showed the whole behind the scenes aspect of it. So when you gotta like you gotta, I'm gonna say this and then I'll give some context. Mm -hmm. To me, this movie is literally the mm -hmm. greatest mm -hmm. achievement in Beyonce's career. That Coachella performance, to me, in my opinion. Just based off of a little bit that I know is the greatest moment in her career because of the stuff that she had to go through. So she gives birth to the twins, right? She loses her body. Like her body starts to change. She's gaining weight. She's completely out of shape. She's fucked up. Damn. <laughs> wow. No, no, because like, no, it's it's real because right. it's no, it's real. Cause like if you think about it, like I look at Beyonce like I would look like at an athlete. So when you're an athlete and you're in Peak physical condition. She had endurance. Mm -hmm. She could sing, dance, do all this shit. Like she said, she could practice for like 15 hours. That's nuts. And then when she said that she had the babies and she, she couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And they actually started to show her like struggling to dance. Yep. And when you start to look at the journey and the narrative, it's like, well, damn, she's a wife. So she got to spend time with Jay. She's a mom. So she got to spend time with the kids. She's got a to make this actual moment in Coachella history where she's bringing in all these, all the black culture, whether that be from the HBCUs to outcasts that, you know, people that can dance a certain way, but they haven't really been given a moment. Mm -hmm. And all that culminates into that type of uh, experience where she had to lose weight. She literally gave up bread, carbs, everything for like, I think she said, Oh man, I think it was a couple months. Yeah, I yeah, can't remember. Wow, but it's insane. Like the dedication, and for me, I'm just like, I'm putting her up there now. 
it literally it literally got me to the point where I was just like, she she's up there. Revelation. She she she's up there, man. So are you are you putting her over Michael? I'm not putting her over Mike, okay. but I would say that she's in the territory. She, she's, I would say if I have Mike 1A, I don't mind saying that Beyonce is 1B or 1C. Like, there's still one. Okay. I, I, I could easily say that definitely as a performer overall, she's the closest to Michael that we've seen in a while. Yeah, and, and maybe we're saying that out of ignorance because we're not really thinking about all the performers, but I will say this, like, She's legendary. I mean, there's nobody close to her. There's nobody. Mm. There's nobody close to her. Like when I when you think about like all her contemporaries in the game, you know. And then she's been in the game for what, 22 years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's up there. Uh, there's nobody close. And then oh my god, the dance moves. Yeah. Oh my god, like like she can do everything. <laughs> like nigga, <laughs> she can do everything. Now, now, B, there's one nigga I don't mess with, dog. The, the, the nigga that does the, that arm shit where he, he breaks back. his shit down. Nah, I don't like that shit. I don't, I'm not watching that. Hey, okay, I'm not mad at that. You, you definitely had a change of heart since we recorded episode. I think it was 16. That's cool, man. Well, you learn and you grow. You learn and you grow. You learn. I can't and you wait grow. to watch it to see if it changes yeah, my man. perspective on it. it yeah, it it's amazing. My, I think Beyonce still popping better than Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's interesting. And you know what? You, <laughs> no, and you know what? What? Because you could be a cynic and watch and be like, okay, well, she's just pretending not to know how to dance for the narrative, mm-hmm. right? But you can see the weight. Yeah, you you, you see, see you the see weight her on face. her. Yeah, like she's fat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! No, for real, for for Beyonce, like yo, no, ha! This is not no stop, a, stop. This is not J Rock. This is already no, women, no or women who've had babies. This is not. This is not. This is all red. No, stop, stop it, stop it, stop it. No, we get what you're saying because here, like you see, no, you you see the change. You, you see, see the, the, cha- the effect like, that two people having two babies. Because like she couldn't get out, she couldn't do right. Half, so she had to cancel the Bruno Mars um, the tour, her, the tour, yeah, because she couldn't do half the stuff that she could do after the baby. It, it was the same way, you, like in you know NBA playoffs was going on. They were talking about Joel uh, Joel Embiid, right? Mm-hmm. He he couldn't play for like a couple weeks. He literally gained like thirty five pounds just because he wasn't exercising. So he's fat now. Now he's in better shape than anybody on this show, but for his peak physical condition he was he was washed that's, and that's what i'm saying with beyonce that's different that's different it's not it's not just about it's just not it's not about just being overweight it's about you know bearing two kids and then having your body heal and then jump back into getting into shape just to be able to perform the way you did right and to look like you didn't miss a beat right like that's men, men, men can't do that and i'm not men trying to have, yeah. like men can't have two babies and and Man, we can't have you know one. We can't have one. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it, and it's different. Like mm-hmm. Joel, he can recover and then do cardio and get back in. Like it's different when you're. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to minimize. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to minimize her at all. What I'm saying is that, like, like if you just want to think about, like, because y'all reacted from me saying she was fat. Well, we could say that like Joel's fat now, and he just missed three weeks of working out, but. He's in great physical condition, but mm-hmm. for his weight and his peak performance, he's fat. That's what I'm saying with with Beyonce is like she wasn't in her peak performance. Like she couldn't she lost her endurance. So to see her battle back all the way. Right. And I mean, when she does that performance, she doesn't look like she misses anything. Yeah. She looks like prime B. Mm-hmm. 
And that that's to me, that's why I say that's our greatest achievement ever. That's what's up, man. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I, I thought it was I thought it was dope. I was in and out, but you know, I watched it live. Right. But able to just see, you know, just how everything went about, how long they practiced, what they practiced on, and how everything kind of came together. It was it was dope. It's cool when people show show their journey of something of something as amazing as her performance at Coachella. Yeah. Like we can see the perform we can see the performance like, oh yeah, it was dope and all this stuff and outfit changes and all this. But when somebody, you know, kind of peels back the cover and show you, all right, this is kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. This is what was going on. This is what happened with me having, you know, a, a setback, an obstacle. Because it's not even just about Beyonce having a, a, a child, but any performer that's willing to un, you know, reveal themselves and what they went through just to get to the point of Entertaining and performing, mm-hmm. right. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. There was one question that I thought about watching this. I'm not even watching it, but coming after I found out what the her Netflix deal was worth, right? Mm-hmm. So she's doing three, uh, supposedly, right? I don't, I don't know if these are solid numbers, solid numbers, so don't hold me to them. So supposedly, it'll be sixty mil, right, for three <sighs> for three projects on Netflix. Oh lord. Mm-hmm. Now. Damn, that's Denzel money. That's twenty mil a movie. That's that's that's, that's Denzel that's Dave Chappelle. Will Smith. That's Dave Chappelle money because he got sixty mil wow. for three projects. There was this whole argument about black versus man. Yeah. So does that does that now? Oh, that, are you saying is she she just she just kind of bombed Monique's argument? I'm just asking, does it change? Because um, I think a piece of Monique's argument is that Netflix is not willing to pay black, black women. women. I'm a think. I think I don't know. Don't hold me to that. But it was part of it. It was part of it because she was saying uh, black women in particular. Well, she was really saying black comedians aren't getting black women. Comedians aren't getting paid for what their white counterparts are. So it's comedians. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that negates my question. Then. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't because yeah, I mean, because women in general do normally make less. But I feel like Beyonce is more of the exception than the rule, right? Because you, you you can't. Come to Beyonce with pennies, you you know that's you know that sure. deal's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's true. So you know, mm. like you know, you know, talk about you have to give her the supermax. You have to give her the the most amount of money possible. But it's, it's about it's about value then, right? Because it's valuable. Because she could eat. Say, okay, well, you don't want to pay me. I'm going to Hulu. Mm-hmm. Because if if Netflix was the only streaming service out there, it'll be different. But you have too many competitors, so you have to fight for the biggest female icon that's out there that no matter what she puts out, it's going to sell. You know it's going to sell. Yeah. Period. And it, and, it, and again, we're kind of going back to a prior episode, but that's that's been my whole point on the whole Monique thing. It's not that... are you? It's how much value are you bring? Are you hot? Right? Mm-hmm. Beyonce is hot. So you can't be you can't be like somebody with a, a attitude problem. Like you're hard, you're difficult to work with, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz we can say Beyoncé is difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. Because I'm pretty sure she's demanding. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. like she's a perfectionist. But it's okay for her to do it because you look at the value and you you weigh it and it's like, okay, well yeah, like she's demanding this, this, and this. But one, she's hot, she's popular, and I know the value. I'm gonna get my money back. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I can say. Um, 
from a Beyonce, even from a listener standpoint, I've gone to a, a concert with her and Hove. Beyonce's carried that show with Jay-Z. And she made sure that you got your money's worth. Mm. And that's a testament to her as an artist and a, as a performer. There's a lot of performers that you buy a, a show ticket and they trash. Yeah. And they just take your money. Beyonce's not that person. So when you look compare that with a Monique thing, it's not really the same because if Beyonce has an attitude and Monique has an attitude, but Monique ain't really popping like that in the streets and nobody's really checking for her for the most part. I mean, let's keep it funky. Nobody's really checking for Monique. I still am waiting for somebody to tell me a Monique joke. That's a classic. That people just know off the top of their head. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. So if nobody's checking for you and you're difficult to work with and you ain't got no classics, eh, yeah. it's kind of hard to make that argument. Yeah, it does get interesting. But I, 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 I see I see both sides. I see the, I see the both struggle. Both teams played hard. Both teams played hard. <laughs> both teams played hard. Play hard. I, I see both sides. I can see the, I see the struggle for sure. Oh, it is but a struggle. There, there's, there's, mm, mm, but you got to be the right person to deliver the message. And again, and I've talked about this before. She just, maybe. she may not be the right person to deliver that message. Mm. Now, mentally, I mean, she's her. I don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah, she's perfect for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. gonna say it. But okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that that made me look at that situation a little differently. I can't lie. I was like, okay, well, this is your argument, but this. Happen here, then. But yeah, then, but you like, can't, you can't Rock, judge people off Beyonce. But yeah, you, yeah, you can't because Beyonce's value is it's, it's astronomical. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's it's not even really a she fair comparison. But like with the whole Monique thing, and we can get off after this. I think after her Las Vegas stint that she's doing, she like then if she goes back to Netflix, then she has more power. Then yeah, she's, absolutely. She's, she's done something more recent. Absolutely. Well, I sold out Vegas for the past year. Now. Yeah, you know, I think that would be more a. It'll be more interesting mm-hmm. to see what the deal looks like then. Absolutely. Because before this, she hasn't really done comedy. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Move on. Let's get off that. Okay. J Rock, you holding it down, bro? You know, for for somebody that ain't really know what the hell was going on these last these last few <laughs> subjects, you getting in that old bro? I'm mad. I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> you fight for that airtime. Good job. <laughs> I gotta make sure this mic turned off. Nigga scratching and clawing. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh man! All right, what else? What else we got on 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 the on the list? Uh, well, we got playoffs and we got Avengers. What do y'all want to talk about? Well, I haven't really been watching basketball this season. So. Man, y'all, y'all <laughs> damn! I'm joking. I'm joking. No, you know what? Let's talk about this. And I, and I'm I'm not going to be too too caught up on this, but I want to say some conversation y'all were having before the podcast had something to do with Avengers. Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. Did y'all want to? Did y'all want to touch on that a little bit? Um, we can. Uh, let, let's or talk Avengers. about let's talk about Avengers. Avengers first. Yeah, let's just talk about Avengers first. Okay, cool. And cool. then we can jump into that. We're so unorganized. <laughs> <laughs> Professional podcasters. <laughs> yeah, podcast. Let's do podcast. Let's do oh, this isn't live today. Let's do Avengers. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. Get some air time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. That's like that's like bringing in like the. The B team or something like that, or like well, secondary. It's gonna be the C team, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what's crazy? I'm not. Ex- I'm, I'm excited about the Avengers, but I have low expectations about it. Mm-hmm. The movie into it. Yep. Wow. So like, I'm 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 definitely gonna be there open night. So I'm gonna see no. it Thursday night. You got your ticket? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I got the ticket. What show are you going to? Um. Let me see. 
I think it's 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. No, it's... Um, oh, you going to 11 o'clock? I'm going to the 6 o'clock. See how that feels? <laughs> no, I don't. What do you mean? He's like, he's, he's going to 11 o'clock, so I'm going to 6 o'clock. Yeah, 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 like, oh, yeah. Oh, your internet's faster? Well, I'm at a gig. Yeah. Punk ass. All right, well, that, that gig is nice. That anyway, is, continue. She's going to crash on you. It already has. Have you, been, have you even did a speed test? Like, are you even pushing Do the gig? Do you even Oh, no, no. The highest I've got was uh, 500. So why are you talking about a gig, nigga? This nigga paying pan for a gig. Only and only did it 500. It's actually going to be motherfucker. Like, you... <laughs> I get a gig. No, nigga, you don't. You don't. You so, pay, you're paying for it. You're paying for a gig. So here's the thing. Right. Since we're going to break off into get this conversation. up and down. She get bananas everywhere. So here's the thing. Technology-wise, no device can get a gig wirelessly. So why would you pay for so, it? So the point of having a gig is that I can have multiple devices at the maximum. Okay. So I can have multiple devices running at 500. All right. Um, I'm going to entertain you. How many so, devices so, do you have? Yes. Uh, Let me entertain you. have this. the... PS4, mm-hmm. laptop, two, cell phone, three, and uh, I and uh, iPad. Okay, so like a normal household. Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. What are each one of them operating at? Roughly uh, anywhere between three to four hundred. And the PlayStation is high wired, so it's getting a little higher. Okay, cool. So, so you, how, go ahead. How much is a gig? How you say? What's your? Well, how fat? You're saying like it's going your highest you can get as what? 500 each? Mm-hmm. A gig is 1,000 megabytes per second, yeah. give or take. Okay. My question to you is, yes. it's cool to have all these devices hooked up, because I got devices, a bunch of devices hooked up on my 300 up and down, you know what I mean? Right. On each of these devices, are you loading anything that warrants 300 or 500 download speed? Like, oh, are you shit. are you downloading something on your iPad? I feel a nigga like, moment okay, coming. Yeah, let's see. I need 500. I feel a nigga moment coming. Oh, shit. <laughs> we are definitely not getting into downloads right now. That's definitely what we're going to do on this but, air. Yeah, or upload anything. I mean, what anything. are you uploading something? Not you uploading, no. Downloading, yeah. What are you downloading? On each device, you're uploading. Oh, each down device. Not, not, on each, not, on, not on each device. Say so your PlayStation. So yeah. Okay. What are you Absolutely. downloading on your PlayStation? Video. Um, Like Game of Thrones? Yeah. Like the little girl? She's, she's 20. It's legal. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> we're, not, we're not getting into no, no R. Kelly situation. Anyway, <laughs> Avengers. You don't need that much speed, bro. You just say you got one. Yeah, no. I, um, Hold on. How, realistically, I'm, I'm thinking about downgrading. I was just, it's not much of a price difference. So that's. I was about to go into a straight SBTL talk and be like, okay, so let's let's count the cost. How much would it be to bring it back down? Uh, ten dollars a month. Mm-hmm. That's just for one. Well, that's one hundred and twenty dollars a year. So uh, do with that what you will. Um, yeah. <laughs> hmm? yeah. Yeah. If you're not really needing, I mean, do you need an actual one hundred and twenty dollars? No, not at all. All right, I understand. I understand. Okay. All right. That boy got money. He got deep pockets. Deep pockets. He do now. Jay, Jay, Jay catching up, man. That yeah, nigga. Yeah. He got guap. Working on it. Do do what you with your your thousand one gig up and down one gig on paper. Only on paper. <laughs> one gig on, on, on paper. Not on performance though. <laughs> it's just oh. on your bill. <laughs> All right, Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. Oh yeah. All right. So yeah. Um. I have a. I have a. My expectations are really low for this one. Because I don't feel like they can beat Infinity War. Okay, that's fair. And 
even after Civil War, like Civil War was an amazing movie. It was. You know, had it has a couple, you know, small plot holes with those Zemo thing with everything had he was to very be fortunate. Like everything had to be picture perfect for that. And it's still, even with this holes, it still was an amazing movie. Right. And then the Fendi War happened, it's like, oh shit, nigga, this you know, every everything was amazing in it. So I I I I don't feel like it's gonna be as good. And then with them having to bring back so many characters. Right. It's um, I feel like I'm I'm I don't I don't think they're gonna execute it. You don't think they're gonna stick the landing? I don't think they're gonna stick the landing. That's that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think the lead up to it's gonna be good. I don't think that, I don't think the landing's gonna stick though. I I can and that's see that's a fear. So I'm I'm with you on that because the thing is like they they have 11 years of build up and you have to do something that is satisfying in the last act. Yeah. To justify the 11 years of investment that everybody's put into this. So, I, I can respect that. Let me ask you a question then. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's not the best Marvel movie of all time. Because you don't think it's going to be an Infinity War from a quality standpoint. No, no. Cool. What would be a disappointment for you? Like, if you had to rank the, the movies from best to worst, what's the lowest it can come into and still pass your expectations? As long as it's at least Iron Man 1. So, where do you rank Iron Man 1? Um... At least, probably in the top eight, without me actually going down the list. Okay, it would because let's see, you know, definitely Infinity War, Civil War, Black Panther. So it can be worse than Black Panther, and you're still fine. Hmm. It could be worse than Guardians of the Galaxy, and you're still fine. I didn't. I wasn't big on Guardians. Like, um, like it's like it's almost after the the Cap series. It's, it's Iron Man. Like Iron Man One was a strong movie for me. Could it be worse than Thor One? No. Okay. Because you rank Thor 1 pretty high. Yeah, but I still have Captain... Uh, I mean, uh, Iron Man 1 over it. Well, let's just do it real quick. So, it, it, Infinity Wars 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Civil War, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You got Captain America 2. Yeah. Captain America 1. That's 5 right there. Yeah, then uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok uh, Thor 3. Um, so, it could be worse than Thor 3 and you're fine. Well, so... Thor three was different tonally movie one hundred percent. So if, if if they stick the tone, but everything else is good, I'm okay with it. So Th- Thor three is more of a outlier. Yeah, uh, but he needed it too. It did. So outside of that, yeah, I don't think Iron Man would be next. Man, you have low expectations. So so let me ask you: Did the trailers not hype you? No. Mm. Be- so h- here's why. The trailers to me is all going to be within the first thirty minutes, right? Of the movie, right? That's not where I'm nervous about, right? Like I think the first and second act is going to be, I'm I'm nervous at the end of the at the end of the second act going into the third act. That that's where I'm nervous about. Hmm. Okay, I can understand. So would you feel better if the trailer? You know how movies show like what was that Fast and Furious movie that just came or not, uh, trailer that came out for Hobbs and Shaw mm-hmm. where they yeah. showed you the whole damn movie. Yeah, in like three minutes. Yeah, I wanted to do that. Would you yeah. prefer that if it made you more comfortable that they were going to stick the landing? Um, I don't. I don't want to know what the landing is. I don't want to know how they do it. Right. But it's it like I said, it's damn near twelve years of build up, over twenty movies. Got right. it. So, oh, you know, I, I got a question. I think. I think they. I think they know that they they have their fans so vested into. This movie that they don't have to put out a popping th- trailer. 
Like, I don't have to. I mean, no, no, I really don't. don't. Yeah, I mean, even if they didn't put out a trailer, I'm, I'm there opening day. Yeah. Like, but, but but you said that the trailer is kind of what was like. Well, no, it's like I, I didn't. I, I don't care what the trailer is, like, because hmm. it's the beginning of it. I know the beginning is going to be fire because the beginning movie is leading off of Infinity War. Okay, I must have misheard. So you know, what I'm saying I know totally the beginning of it's going to be amazing. It's going to be dark. It's gritty. It's rebuilding, and they're trying to figure out what to do next. It's the resurrection that I'm nervous about. Yeah, I it's how know. they defeat Thanos. How how, how they the make win? it convincing. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not the win itself. It's how you get to it. Yeah, because like we, yeah, we know that they're gonna win. Yeah, agreed. but it, it's it's how you get to it once once they're done grieving. Because like the grieving part's amazing, right? I, I have no issues with that. So they're gonna grieve for a whole hour. I think they'll probably grieve for about thirty minutes. About thirty minutes. Yeah, hmm. and then somebody'll tell a joke, and then we're on to the act two. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Context is king. But let me ask you this question. So. Mm-hmm. It's a difference between rating it as a movie in of itself and rating it as a movie that's bookending a saga. Mm-hmm. All right. So forget about sticking the landing. Yeah. Okay. As a saga. Do you think that it will be a good movie on its own merit without the outside forces of 22 movies and all this other stuff. If this was a movie on its own, I think, yeah, I think I I know it's going to be a good movie. Okay. Okay. My expectation isn't that I don't, you know, I don't think it's, I I have no doubt that it's going to be, I know it's not going to be bad. I know it's not going to be mediocre. Right. I know it's going to be good, borderline, and great, but I don't know if it's going to be Dark Knight. I don't know if it's going to be the highest level that we've come to expect that Marvel has been. Delivering on because we like the last mar- last good movies. You have Black Panther, one hundred. You have Civil War, one hundred. And you have Infinity War, one hundred. So you're coming off the backs of three epic movies, right? Right. Then you have uh, Captain Marvel, which either that definitely lowered the bar. If you either you liked it or you hated it, right? Agreed. It's not really a middle ground. Uh, what's the what's the one uh, before that? Ant Man and Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp. Hmm. It was a okay movie. We don't care about that movie. We don't. You know, it, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Well, I think was the like, last what, good filler movie film was, was Doctor Strange. Is it what? It was a filler film. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it was yeah. a filler film. And hmm. I, I think the last good one was Doctor Strange that wasn't this epic. Damn, that's a pretty good analysis. So when you look at, they've been hitting right. On the movies that matter, they have been hitting on all cylinders. Right. So I don't doubt that it's going to be a good movie. My concern is, because it's the buildup. If you're taking it on its own, it's going to be an amazing movie. I have no question about that. I just don't know if it's going to serve everything that's building off, everything that came before it, and also springboarding into the future. Okay, so you're on a good roll. So I'm going to keep asking you questions because mm-hmm. I, I like I like where, you're, where your head's at. So what would be a satisfactory um, conclusion if you could just... Fanfic your way out of this. Hmm. That's a good question. I'm on my Abe shit. Yeah, that's a good question. So, good what question. would I want to happen? Um, open ended questions too, dog. Mm, I guess I know it. I'm learning. Yeah, I'm yeah. learning. Yeah. I guess I know. Hey, man. <laughs> I need some blood to spill. Oh, you need a death. You need oh, somebody to die. I, I need like more a, than one death. Like an official one? Like yes. out of the universe yes, all yes. together? So, because. Okay. All right. So. Let's back up to Infinity War. Yep. In the first five minutes of the movie, 
Loki gets got. Spoilers. And the next, <laughs> the next thing that he said was no resurrections for you. Yeah, going into the into Infinity War, but we know Loki got a TV show now, so he coming back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Disney just announced that, so we scratched that. Shit. I mean, but it's like when you're in the <laughs> movie, Mr. Like, Purple Man, <laughs> right? But like, how long did ta- we didn't? That, that was like what year ago? You're not ago. Yeah. So we're in the movie, like okay, well nobody's safe. Yeah, they did establish that nobody was untouchable. So. I don't want I don't I don't want to get to the end of this movie and everybody's back everybody's okay. Now, I know contractually some people need to get out of movies, so I need these boys to get got. You want consequences? I, I need consequences. I need consequences and repercussions. What's one body that you'd be okay with? With um, good shit. I want uh, Captain America gone. You gonna kill him? Yeah, I want to kill him. Hmm. Damn. Um, is that because he's your favorite? No, no, no. Um, so you know, niggas like to kill their heroes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So um, I love you, man. Die. <laughs> so, so when you look at it, uh, Captain America has had a full arc. Yeah. Uh, in his yeah, movies, yes. uh, so you go back to the first Avenger, uh, the first Avenger movie. He was a kid who just wanted to serve, mm-hmm. and by the end of the movie, he lays down his life for his country. And then, you know, he gets resurrected by the end of it. And the first Avengers, he asked a question to Tony is being a hero is, you know, sacrificing yourself and there's not being something in it for you. Right. Then you go to uh, Civil War and he learns that this being a being a blind hero has consequences because there's people in power who betray you. Mm. So now he's dealing with. Shout out to Kat for being woke. <laughs> All right, so now he's dealing with uh, wanting to serve, but knowing there's a danger in just being a blind servant. Flash forward to Civil War, he still wants to help people, but he doesn't want to ever give control to somebody else. So right. a complete arc would be him sacrificing himself like he did in the very beginning. So I think that would be a perfect closure for him. I love it. So to piggyback mm-hmm. off of that, before we ask our next question. Mm-hmm. I would make a. I can make an argument. Not that I will. <laughs> okay. Rock is our, our Avengers insider. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> but um, not that I will make this argument. But I could make an argument that maybe Iron Man probably needs to be the one to go from this standpoint. Let's go through the full arc. Yeah. So ah. Iron Man start mm. basically. Iron Man is the face of this whole massive organization. Yeah. Cap's the leader though. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. But Iron Man started all this off. So we see Iron Man start off, uh, Tony start off as egotistical, self-centered, doesn't care about anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in his own movie, he realizes that his actions have consequences because the things that he builds takes lives. And he finds that out from his artillery. He shuts that down immediately. So there's growth there. There's like, okay, well, I need to start taking responsibility, but I'm not just going to stop making the weapons. I'm going to be the weapon to bring peace. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the person that that stops all this nonsense from happening. Mm-hmm. Then he gets into it with the government in the second movie where the government tries to take the technology. But he's much like Cap. It's funny that Cap said this in Civil War that the best powers are still our own. He said it yeah. to Sony. Tony said the same shit to the government when they said, Give me your suit. Right. And he said, fuck you. I'm Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> so he kept the suit. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Then he goes into learning how to play team. And one of the most pivotal lines in that Avengers movie is when Cap challenges him and says, you're nothing about the suit, one. And two, you're not the type of guy to lay your life down on the line for other people. And Tony comes back with, I'd rather clip the line. I'd rather cut the line and save everybody. Why would I lay my life down? Hmm. So now he goes into the second Avengers movie where Sokovia happens. He creates Ultron, who almost causes a nuclear level extinction event. Mm -hmm. He kills thousands of people in in that fiasco. And in Civil War, the black mom comes up to Tony Stark and says, I hold you responsible. My son was in Sokovia. He lost his life while you was out there, like he said, kicking ass. Mm-hmm. So you're you're doing all this hero shit, getting celebrity people cheering you on, but y'all don't say nothing about the people that lose their lives. Mm. He then tries to take, he, he starts grieving and says, okay, well, we need to be put in check because now he's afraid. This whole His whole arc is driven by fear. Mm-hmm. Fear of, what he's done that is hurting people, then fear of having his power taken away by the government, then his fear of having to put himself on the line and working with other people because he said he's a solo act, Mm. then his fear of, well, we're out of control, so now we need to have somebody basically tell us what to do because he's advocating responsibility because he's afraid of now making the wrong decision. Yeah. Then he gets into Infinity War where he's fighting Thanos and he's literally about to lose his life. And Dr. Strange saves him at the very last moment. I think this would be a perfect send off for him to complete his arc that all the way back in Avengers, I would lay my life down. Yeah. So the only reason why I think that they won't do Tony. That's a nice breakdown. Is because Tony has become a better mentor mm, than what Captain America Uh, than what uh, Captain America Steve Rogers can be. And his charisma level on screen is better. Agreed. And he actually has a mentee. That's right. So Spider-Man, you already have Spider-Man. He's looking up to him as a father. So I don't think that they would kill Spider-Man's quote-unquote Avengers father in this movie. And then, you know, Robert Downton has the biggest impact on the box office. Every movie that he's yeah. in, it makes more money. So from a financial point, I don't see them doing it. So, I, No, I agree. I had to side with, with Rock on that one. That's why I wouldn't make the argument. Yeah. I had to side with Rock. I could, but I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And Pepper Potts is pregnant. So yes. why would you make her pregnant and then kill him off? Yeah. That, that'd be kind of dark. Hmm. Hmm. But also, I want to get Thor out of here too. You, oh, nigga, you wilding now, bro. All right. So here's why. So you have Captain America and you have Iron Man. Those are the obvious picks that everybody expects one of those to die. Right. So that won't have as a emotional impact as mm-hmm. Thor. So uh, with Thor, you have the, all three Thor movies, right? And he's upbeat in all of them. You never see him truly depressed. Then you have him coming off of Infinity War and he finally breaks down. Right. He's like, you know, um, you know, I lost my brother. I had to kill my sister. My father's died. And he's like, well. My mom died. Right. And then Rocky was like, well, um, what happens if you lose? He was like, well, I guess the, you know, I, I, there's nothing else that, that can be taken from him. So in this movie, I feel like Thor is coming into it 
fighting it. I have nothing left to live for. Mm. So when you're fighting like that, that's dangerous. See, I think that's more reason for him to live, though, because well, he, he has nothing to live for. So that gives you a purpose. Right. For a redemption from a narrative arc. Standpoint. Absolutely. For a redemption yeah. arc. Uh, he if he finds something in this movie, you cold blooded Jay. Because I mean, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, nigga, like, okay, how many good outings has Captain America had? He's he, had quite a few, at least five. He's oh, well, I mean, well, I mean, including Avengers. No, let's count them. So okay, so three Avengers, three movies. That's he was six. good in Avengers. Well, he wasn't good in Avengers one yet. No, he was good in Avengers one. No, he wasn't. He he re- he retroactively became good in Avengers one. Like once we started to fuck with him. Then we were like watching Avengers, like, oh yeah, he was all right. He's just wearing a goofy ass suit. Um, Captain Winter Soldier, great outing. Civil War, great outing. Um, damn. Yeah. So, would you count Avengers too? Because I don't think that was a great outing for him. He didn't really do much in that movie. I'll say. And he definitely didn't do a lot in Infinity War, but he was an icon by that point, so it didn't matter. Did he do anything in Infinity War? No. He got punched in the face by Thanos. Oh, that was a hell of a, that was a, hell of a punch. Mm, yeah, the nigga should have died, actually. Mushmouth. Actually, yeah. So, so two outings. Yeah, the Avengers. And I mean, Civil War. And yeah. I yeah, got so, yeah, two, yeah, two to three. Okay, so two to three. All right, mm-hmm. so Iron Man has, what, at least three or four good outings? Mm-hmm. Iron Man won, Avengers won, uh, definitely Infinity War mm-hmm. and Civil War. Yeah. That's undisputed. Mm-hmm. All right, so... He got four. Steve Rogers, Captain America got three to four. Mm-hmm. Thor has one good outing, and you yeah, want to kill him. Two. He has two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Calm what's, down. What's the first one? Thor one, Thor three, and Infinity War. I feel like Thor shit in Infinity War was funny, but kind of unnecessary. That whole Stormbreaker thing could have been done way quicker. Yeah, I mean, it could have been quicker, but I mean, with, without Thor coming back, everybody would have died in that scene. Well, technically, everybody did die. Half of them. Well, I mean, he didn't make he didn't make that big of a difference. It's <laughs> like good shit, Thor. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. Like nigga, <laughs> <laughs> great job. <laughs> Have one job to do. <laughs> Damn, nigga. I'm sorry, but um, I mean, cause like nobody else matters to me. Like I don't care if Rhodey dies. I don't care if Goddamn, um, he the only black dude left, bro. You have T'Challa. He did. He's coming back. Yeah, but I'm saying he's dead now. But that's what I'm saying. I'm, we know he's going to be back. So you're going to trade one black life for another black life? You or something else? Hey, black lives matter. Yeah, uh, do it. Uh, it's only half a life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's segue out of this. Hey. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, let me, let me, let me, let me save you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so Black Widow. Let me, let me, let me go ahead. Ask your question, but I, I have something to say about her too. Yeah, so... Black Widow, it, you know, the black community would like to uh, definitely draft Scarlett Johansson. Oh, 100 um, <laughs> percent. Jeremy Renner, yeah. Uh, like the only ones that have a that's going to have a big impact is Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, or Scarlett Johansson. Just just because nobody wants to see her go, but she's not a a true staple. Like you know what? She, I mean, I'm saying so she's a woman among gods. Blasphemy, bro. I don't know. You blasphemy. I'm not, I'm not even deep in Marvel like that. I know Joe Hansen is is she girl. a OG, my boy? Hey, hey. girl. 
she fire. I, you know what? Okay, I'm glad you I'm glad you segued into this. Um because it's gonna This is where the pissing match starts. Okay. All right. Let me get some water. Scarlett Johansson is one of the most underappreciated characters, actresses, and performers in this entire universe. Black Widow. Under underappreciated? Yeah. No, I, I can rock with that. I'm not mad with that. Because like she saved um like she brought a lot to Iron Man 2. She was the best thing about Iron Man 2. That fight scene when with the leather, like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Like just phenomenal. Her stunt work on Avengers. In the remember the beginning of Avengers when she was in a chair? She had to do that whole fight scene in the chair? Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Like she helped make uh Winter Soldier a great movie because it became a uh kind of like buddy a buddy cop, cop movie mm-hmm. with Cap. Yeah. Right? She did that. Then she kind of got an un, undeveloped, underdeveloped role in Infinity War. She didn't have much to do, but she had that dope ass fight scene with Okoye at the end when they fought in the in the war with the alien chick. Mm, yeah. Right. That 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 that's not facing Rock. He's like, yeah, he, he's well. Right. No, I mean, it, but like, because it, it was so much stuff in Infinity War. They like, just gave her something. It, to it, do. it was a small scene. Yeah, like, she didn't. She didn't they, have much they, to do. They they tried to make sure everybody had a little scene in Infinity War. So like, just like with Cap. Cap wasn't really in, in Infinity War. Cap really wasn't in Infinity War. I think Scarlett Johansson probably had more lines than Cap. But, well, maybe. Probably not. Calm down. But the thing is, she's so underappreciated because she should have been had a movie. Scarlett, Black Widow should have been had a movie. Agreed. No, absolutely. And this is where the pissing match starts. Brie motherfucking Larson gets cast out. With her own movie, she comes out of nowhere. She's Captain Marvel. She's a super supreme being above mm-hmm. all other beings who's been away for 15 to 19 years for God knows what reason. And I feel like she's stealing a lot of Scarlett Johansson's shine. A lot of opportunities that Scarlett Johansson should have had, they, they basically just lofted this person that we know nothing about into that position. And she's getting a lot of hate for that and many other reasons. But that's a fear I have in Endgame. And that's a fear that I've seen online is that a lot of people are fearful that this stranger that we don't really fuck with is just going to come in and be like, well, I'm the strongest. And I think in one of those teasers, uh, they were like, well, he killed all our friends. And she was like, well, y'all didn't have me. And I think Rhodey was like, look, we're all down with this uh, superhero shit. We're all down with this. We... What do you say about the lifestyle? Oh, we all about the superhero life. Who the fuck are you? That's basically what he said. And that's what we feel as fans. My worst case scenario is she's the one that ices Thanos. That better not happen. It's probably going to happen. If, if that happens, fuck this movie. Because why would you have that long of a buildup to throw in a character last minute and have them be the one to deliver the blow? Nobody knows her. Maybe because it's, it's unexpected too, though. Because you you have this whole buildup of like, okay, yeah, this person's gonna do it because of this and what he's done in, in last movies. But like you kind of said, you got somebody that's what had one movie here recently in the last year. Like it's unexpected. So I mean, except I can we're see all expecting it. it. But you, I guess you guys are kind of expecting it. Be, well, why are you guys expecting? It? I mean, because well, the, the, they said that. 
Captain Marvel has a integral part, and this is why it's coming out when it's coming out. And she's the new face of Marvel. So the person with the least amount of charisma and character development is now going to be the face of Marvel. And she just happens to pop up three months before the movie comes out with a movie that I don't want to get too deep into because that there's so much wrong with that movie that fucks up so much of the timeline that I don't want to get into. It it makes sense. It makes sense. But I mean, if you want to push the agenda of like, hey, you know, Star Wars, we got Ray. So we got a female protagonist. We fooled you. We thought it was you thought it was the nigga. It's not yeah. the nigga. It's her. Mm, I and see it. I see it. And and I can see that happen. And that that's actually if you go online, that's a fear that is just like, okay, wait a minute. So you're gonna do lazy story writing, not actually build this character up to be qualified to take off Thanos. And you're just gonna like that's 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 been a lot of flack that she's caught in her movie. Hmm. It's like she does shit because the plot said so, not because it's good story writing. I remember you saying that too. So, for example, like at the beginning of the movie, she can't breathe without the mask because she's in space. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Every time she goes into space, she puts the mask on. Then at the end of the movie, when she's in space, she takes the mask off. But she doesn't take the mask off. It's just gone. It just disappears. And she's just hovering in space. But she's a human. But she can breathe in space. That's weird. She flops, she falls down into the ground, right? Mm. She literally breathes, says, Okay, I have my second win. Now I can fly. Because the plot says so. <laughs> There's no build-up for that. There's no rhyme or reason for that. So back in the day, like one of the reasons we love Iron Man is because when Iron Man first built his suit, it didn't work. When he tried to fly, he almost broke his fucking neck when he flew into the wall. Yeah. Even when he beats the villain at the end, you see him start to fall back down to the ground because the suit was so fucked up. So there's growth. Like, we grew with the character. This person feels like an ass pool. Mm, Like, oh, well, they're OP because we tell you. We don't show you they're OP. We're just like, well, she's the strongest. Well, why is she the strongest? Because we said so. Well, what are you doing to develop that? Mm. Well, I mean, she can fly, but why can she fly? I why mean, can't she breathe in space when you just told us we, she can't breathe in space? Why can she? Why, why does she indiscriminately kill like all these thousands of people in these ships? But the one with the main bad guy, she just inexplicably lets them go. Mm. Doesn't nothing make sense? It's almost like if they're building her up to be this character, it's almost going to be like a slap in the face to that character if she doesn't beat Thanos. And that's the thing. It's like they're building her up. Like it, you know what? It's like like okay, uh, wrestling fans will appreciate this. It's called booking. So it's WrestleMania. That's what Endgame is. Endgame is WrestleMania, mm-hmm. right? So you got Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock, right? Mm. That's the match everybody wants to see. What do you do? How do you book that match? You make The Rock the WWF champion at the Royal Rumble. That's the first pay-per-view of the year, right? He wins the championship. Stone Cold wins the Royal Rumble. Now they both look strong because he won a championship fight and he won a number one contender fight and he beat 30 people to do it and he beat the actual champion. They both look strong. 
how do you book that? The very next pay-per-view is usually like St. Valentine's Massacre or some shit like that. Whatever they do in February. Shit, it's been too long. It's been too long. But how do you book that? When you go into the next pay-per-view, you you put the championship on the line against a worthy opponent. That's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. Then you put Stone Cold in the number one contenders match where he has to defend his position. They both win that fight. Now they still look strong. The next month is WrestleMania. That's the, that's the show. The four weeks le- leading up to WrestleMania is all build up. They should not be taking any losses in between that time. Because mm-hmm. they have to look strong. Right. When you get to WrestleMania, after all that build up, you can't have the last show of Raw that comes on before WrestleMania be, hey, guess what? We got Stone Cold Steve Austin, but we're going to put Ken Shamrock out here now, and he's going to make everybody tap out, and then he's going to fight The Rock. And now he's actually the one who wins the championship. That is horrible story writing. That's horrible booking. You don't do that. All right, so let me ask you this. Who have they been well. putting up to, to fight Thanos for all these years? Oh, it's been, well, no, not even this whole year. I mean, I'm, I'm saying for the whole, if you take oh, Captain yeah. Marvel out of it. Yeah, it's Tony, it's Thor, and it's Cap. There's a reason in that trailer, uh, I don't even know if you've seen all the trailers, but there's, a, there's no, one. That's not watching them. Okay, cool. So there's one trailer where they show the confrontation with Thanos. Mm-hmm. Briefly. There's three people there. You don't see their faces. You see their feet, and you see their arms. One of them's Iron Man. One of them's Cap, because you see the shield, and one of them's Thor, because you see the cape. That's the trio. Those are the three that have been built up for this fight. Not Hulk. Hulk has not been built up to to fight this dude. At all. He got his ass. Well, he got them hands. He got fisticuffs. He got waxed. Yeah, when he show up. Yeah, he, like. That boy said, no. Thanos put them hands on that nigga. And you could you could kind of throw him in from a redemption standpoint because they they are gonna fight again. Mm-hmm. Hulk's gonna be in there, but those are the actual three we care about. Those are the people you've been booking. Mm-hmm. Don't throw no special guest referee and had a special guest referee screw everybody over and win a championship. Like nobody cares about them. I still, I, I don't see them doing. I don't see them making her do it by herself. I I think it's gonna be a collaboration. She don't need to be there, man. She don't need to be there. Why? Because of the whole illustration I just gave with the booking. Like, if you put Ken Shamrock... So, if you say it's Stone Cold versus The Rock, and then the last last show before WrestleMania, you say, up, oh, changed our mind. It's going to be a triple threat match. So, now it's The Rock, Ken Shamrock, and, and Stone Cold. And the only reason I'm throwing Ken Shamrock in there is because nobody cares about Ken Shamrock. So, it makes it make sense. Yeah. Because nobody cares about Captain Marvel. Nobody cares. We're just told she's this... Like, you know how Ken Shamrock used to be called the most dangerous man in the world? But he was never the most dangerous man in the world. They just gave him the title and told you, hey, this nigga's so dangerous. <laughs> hey, don't let him get him in the ankle lock. He's dangerous. Ain't never win no fucking championship, but he's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, nigga. That's Captain Marvel. She's so powerful. She's amazing. She can do everything. She's the strongest there is. Why? Because we said so three months before the, the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Nobody fucking cares about her. So you don't put Ken Shamrock in the match and then be like, like. So the issue like, she's literally Superman. She's Superman without the buildup. Right, I mean, so like even Superman had to learn how to fly in this fucking movie. Two jumps, and then he was flying. I don't know that first fight in in uh, where, where the fuck is he from? Smallville. 
He ain't look too hot. He was getting his ass whooped. I mean, that could happen in this one. So, like, in this movie, she didn't have a real villain to fight. There was nobody close to her level. This movie was That's meant also to, poor writing. This movie was meant, just meant to illustrate that she's much stronger than everybody else. Right. But that's in of its that right there in of itself is a problem. Like, compare think about the best movies that you've seen. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, take the superhero out of it. Yeah, right? yeah. You have a great hero and you have a great villain. Luke is Luke because of Darth Vader. Batman yeah. is Batman because of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um trying to think. Um The Terminator is the Terminator because of the T-1000. Yeah. That's what made him, like, that's when, like, at first he was just somebody we were scared the hell out of. Like, he was just like, well, this nigga's unstoppable. But when he became beloved is when he ran into something that outclassed him. That's good story writing. You don't, you don't say, like, well, we're going to make people love her, so what are we going to do? We're not going to give her any challenges, and we're going to make her stronger than everybody else because we need her to be stronger than everybody else. So we're not even going to think about a villain. We're just going to have somebody not even in her class in her movie, and everybody's going to love her. Why? Because she one-shotted a nigga? I mean, but hey, like, we don't know what's going to happen in the next one. Like, it could be more, more story in this one. Because, like, in any big Marvel movie, right? when has there never been any story? As the good Marvel movie, Age of Ultron. As far there was no story there. So, would you consider that one of the great Marvel movies? And every every movie that the Russo brothers has done has there not been story in it? Oh yeah, it's been great. You think they're they're going to spend the first half of this story, the first part of this movie, building her up? I don't think that you have to. She's already been introduced. So the only thing you have to do is write a good story going forward because we already know who the character is. Right. But Res makes it seem like. It's just it's all talk. Like there's nothing to show. She, she has nothing to show for what. Like what, she's what, doing, what I guess what what, she what. And let me give you an opportunity in this. Then so what have you seen from Captain Marvel that you were shown and not told? Or have you have you even seen? I movie? haven't seen Captain. Marvel. No, I'm asking you, Jay. Okay, so you're asking me what? What have I seen that was shown and not told? What have you seen from Captain Marvel that was shown to you, not told? So like, do you, her like, ability and all this. Like in her movie. So for example. We were told that she's had this struggle becoming accepted in the military. We weren't shown that. Yeah. We were told that she was great friends with the black girl. We weren't shown that. Um, they had one conversation yeah. in, a, in a room. I mean, you had two a couple, minutes. You had, you had a couple flashbacks, and then you had her showing emotion towards her. But that's not showing their friendship. They, there's no scene in that movie where they're laughing and where they're just kicking and where they actually feel like friends. They feel like plot devices. Hey, I, I'm supposed to go to space. You're supposed to come with me. Come with me. I mean, but you're dealing with uh, somebody who has amnesia, who doesn't know anything about themselves. Isn't that convenient? We're dealing with somebody who doesn't know anything about themselves, and we know nothing about them. And by the end of the movie, they don't know. She even says at one point in the movie, I don't know who I am. And it's in the last 40 minutes. So she's gone a whole movie, and she still don't know who she is. So you, would it be more believable in the hour movie that she gains all of her memory back just because the plot demands it? No. it would be That more, would be more, um, more unbelievable. It would be more believable to not make her have amnesia. And to actually build her character up. 
but that's part of who her character was in the comic books. So, I mean, granted, I know that it's a, you can't put 30 years of history into a movie. So some of you it could. is it's just Easter eggs based on the backstory. There are some changes made because it's a movie with Juice Law character because they th- everybody thought based on comic books he should have been Marvel. But mm. so the reason why the whole amnesia thing works for the movie is because she wouldn't believe about the creeds or the are are the good guys if if that made it easier to be brainwashed. And which also, to me, which makes sense why they don't want her to focus on emotion, only focus on what we are indoctrinating you to. And she's fighting it. You know, Is she fighting it? Well, I mean, she's fighting against her nature. What's her nature? To, to feel, to be human. To have some type of emotion. At what point did she show emotion in that movie? And throughout the whole movie. is Like what part? Uh, at when, whenever she's training with where her actions with Samuel Jackson, what emotion was in that? Humor, uh, like her smiling, her having a good time. Like so, uh, what's the movie with uh, the say, uh, what's the movie with uh, Will Smith and his kid? Ugh, the, the, the bad one, the real, real, real bad one. After, after Earth. so that's what the real bad one, the, the, the trash one, the real bad one. Will. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but we, we definitely still love you. Anytime you want to go ahead and support them. We're going to watch your genie, though. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. But so that's what her character was supposed to be. That's what the Cree wanted. Somebody who was emotionless the whole time. That's what, what Will was in that movie is what they wanted her to be. Okay. So she was breaking through fighting, trying to... Especially once she got to her trying to get to her past, trying to figure out what her mission was. So I never felt like she was this uh, emotionless the whole movie. But I still don't know one scene where she showed emotion. She just kind of went from one place to another. Like, so for example, Jude Law at the very beginning, they have a fight. Mm -hmm. And he says, don't show your emotions. Right. Yeah. And then he shoots or she shoots him with a blast. So she wins the fight. But yeah. that wasn't an emotion. That I was mean, her shooting a blast. Well, so they know that her power, part of her emotions is dealt with her power. So that's why they want to control the aspect of her. But her emotions had nothing to do with the power because the power came out when she took a chip off of her neck. But th- but that's also why it came off because embracing who she was embracing that she just she's not a robot no like she literally just peels the chip off her neck no she overpowered her and it and it short-circuited it that's why she was able to because she embraced her humanity wait a minute she embraced her what how that's what the the whole montage about her getting up was her saying that she wasn't just going to give in to what the korean indoctrination was that's what that whole scene was about. Hold on. So you're telling me that they capture her, put her in a machine to talk to a figment of her imagination just so she could get mad and overcome the Cree by becoming human? Mm-hmm. That was the bad guy's plan. 
No, that wasn't. That's how she overcame it. What What, what are you saying? That was her plan. What I'm saying is like none of this makes sense. So, for example, first of all, she doesn't get the powers because she's special. She doesn't get the powers because she knows even what the fuck's going on. She shoots something. Yeah. It blows up. And then she becomes an all powerful God. First right. of all, that's not how explosions work. You, she would have died. But okay, okay. Cool. I mean, yeah, same thing that the same with that whole guy's powers. But okay, go ahead. With who? Hulk, gamma radiation explosion. Should killed him, but explosive gamma radiation. But okay, go ahead. All right, fair, fair. All right, cool. So, <laughs> all right, fair, fair. So their idea was to kidnap her, bring her back to their society. The one person that's more powerful than anybody else in their society. They're going to keep her alive. Mm-hmm. Brainwash her, I guess. To think that she's on their side, put their blood into her body to make her bleed green. And then all of a sudden, she is on their side, but she's not really gone on any missions because they say, hey, this is the first mission. Mm -hmm. So she's been gone for six years, but she hasn't gone on any missions. She fights one fight, she goes to Earth. The one people she's been trained for all these years to hate says, hey, we're not a bad guy. We're not bad people. And she immediately turns on her old group with no emotional payoff. Shouldn't she question like a little more in depth the lies that she's been told? Shouldn't she be a little more resistant to the person who literally kidnapped her at the beginning put her in a machine said hey they really did a number on you we just want your memories and then an hour later say hey we're not bad the guy that was talking to you in a sinister voice threatening your life says oh no we're not bad we're actually a peaceful civilization and the people you've been serving have been bad this whole time and she never questions any of this and she immediately goes and starts to kill the people that she used to roll with i think if there was no if you didn't have the the uh the actual cockpit with the person that she trusts from her memories and with them going back and showing that this was somebody that she respected, yes, that would not make sense. Wait, but what, what cockpit? As far as no, the cockpit recording where she's telling, where she gives them the, uh, the actual coordinates and then they go up in space. But, so, didn't, but didn't they even make a comment that, that that tape doesn't really mean much? It's just a, it's just a recording. But it's, She it's, turned on her entire livelihood, her culture. Yeah, it didn't make sense. It's a badly written character. Like we could we could argue the merits of it, but I mean, the, like the character itself. The problem with Endgame is people are afraid of her and what she represents. It's like we had this homegrown. You know what? You know what it is? It's Kevin Durant. It, she's Kevin Durant. We had a nice Warriors team. That's still two time. That was homegrown. And all of a sudden, at the very end, you throw in this one character out of nowhere that has nothing to do with nothing. And she's just OP. Just to, like picture if you never heard of Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. if we didn't grow with him, he just got drafted. He was automatically the second best player in the world. Mm-hmm. That's her. All right. So I hear what you're saying. Right. But here's my issue with it. Everything that you're saying, there, there are some merits, so I'm not trying to discount anything you're saying. But you're talking about two different directors. 
You're talking about a completely different class of people. One hundred percent. A proven track record. One hundred percent. So you can't blame the actress for doing her job in the movie. So those fears don't make sense to me. Wait, because uh, what? Well, no, I'm saying they're afraid of what Brie Lawson's character did in the movie based on the direction that they went with it because it was more so about a feminist movie. Well, that well, no, no, the movie was bad. Well, so it's that plus that is what she's doing and now. Plus what the she's beefing with the cast. But so when you look at just this movie by itself, as long as the script is right, which it we have to we have the Reso brothers who did it. So I'm I, talking about in game, okay. in game, in game. Yeah. yeah. So I have no problem with that. They have managed Civil War, which was a light Avengers film. Yep. They just did Infinity War. Yep. So I don't really care about all the extra stuff that's happening that's going alongside with it. I know when the cameras are rolled, these, at the end of the day, these are all professionals. So you they're, think they're going to stick the landing? Yeah. Well, no, no. I, 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 don't, I try to catch them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I try to catch them. I, I, I don't think that they're going to mess up the script just because she's in it. Well, well here's a, here, and to, this is to John's point. Hmm. Uh, Endgame was filmed two years ago. This mm-hmm. isn't a new movie. Endgame right. was filmed before Captain Marvel was filmed. Endgame is the first movie that, that Brie Larson actually filmed. Yeah. So they've had, what, three and a half years to make sure this fits the way it's supposed to? They did reshoots after Infinity War, but that movie was done. They, did, mm-hmm. they filmed them both at the exact same time. So, so maybe me, you should have some confidence in that. So let me ask you this. Are, are you concerned with that it's going to be the same character you saw in Captain Marvel? No. No. What I'm concerned about is the fact that I feel that Kevin Feige is allowing... And I've never said this about him because he's a genius. Mm-hmm. He's always been super calculated in everything he's done. He was super calculated in even bringing Captain Marvel in. But... It's almost like he's trying to catch the trend. And that's the scary part. That's what Marvel fans have worries about. It's like, wait a minute. Are you about to sabotage this homegrown organic thing at the very, very most crucial point at the end just to ride the wave that Wonder Woman made? And if you're going to do that... I hope at, that's not the case. And if you're going to do that, at least put a movie out on par. Like, if you compare Captain Marvel to Wonder Woman, this night and day. They're not in the same ballpark. That depends what time of and day And DC can't say that about much. <laughs> it depends what time of day you're looking at. Know, it's but, daylight savings. And, right. <laughs> I mean, shit. Did the sun just come out? <laughs> Is it leap year? I don't know. <laughs> Nigga... I know you, I know you, 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 you play devil's advocate for a lot of bad movies and I question your taste at times, but yeah, like Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman, it's, it's, it's not close. Well, no, no. Um, just from a quality standpoint. Yeah. Aside for the the last five minutes of Wonder Woman. Yeah. The last five minutes was bad. You know, it was an amazing movie. Um, definitely one of DC's best, um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll still put Wonder Woman, uh, over, Captain uh, over Captain Marvel just because the story was better, hmm. yeah, and everything okay. was more believable. But so y'all heard what are what are your expectations of Avengers going into it? Well, I say this and we can wrap it because I want to get in some beats. Um, I think 
well, I'm like you. I was not hyped for this movie in any way, shape, or form uh, until the very last trailer came out where they talked about where it was a go get them Thanos trailer. Mm-hmm. That trailer got me. I expect this movie to be a 10. I expect this wow. movie to be better than Infinity War. I expect this movie to, to, like, the action that I got in Infinity War, I love. But I didn't get a lot of story depth. I expect this movie to do what Infinity War couldn't. And I think that when you when this movie is done and you watch Infinity War and Endgame back to back, you get a whole movie. Do you think it's going to be a seamless movie? I do. That I'm, that part I'm looking forward to. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you feel like they could do enough justice to Captain Marvel where it could repair the damage that's been done with the fandom going forward? I Honestly, I think they could knock it out the park and have Captain Marvel be completely likable and lovable. And it won't mean a damn thing if Brie keeps talking the way she talks. Because she's alienating people. And the people that are defending her that have influence are lessening. It'd be different if she had Robert Downey Jr. or not even Robert, even if she had Chris Hemsworth, like Thor or Mm -hmm. um, Bruce Banner's uh, character or or um, actor. Scarlett Joe. Yeah. Or Scarlett Joe. Somebody Mm -hmm. defending her. Nobody's defending her. Yeah. She's got to get that under control. Otherwise, from a fanboy fan base standpoint, we're gonna look at it as, well, yeah, that was the Russos. Give them credit, mm-hmm. but we still not messing with her. We're just gonna say shout out to the Russos because they made an unbearable character bearable, and we're gonna get and they're gonna get the grind and the shine for that. Marvel is playing with fire right now because think about what if we hated Iron Man? Yeah, if we would have hated Iron Man, mm-hmm. none of this happens. Well, I, I I I feel like even if they hate Brie Larson going forward, it doesn't matter. We still have Peter Parker. But Peter should be the leader then. Make him the face. And, if things, and he's if, young. If things go bad enough, I think they will. I think they will too. If things go bad enough, I can definitely see Peter Parker moving up to lead up the Avengers. And, in, 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 and you know what? Last comparison though. Mm-hmm. The same way Wonder Woman, it's weird because when Black Panther first came out, white people felt like they couldn't say anything bad about Black Panther because they would be called racist. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that's mm-hmm. happening with Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is one of those movies where it's just like, well, if you don't automatically like it, you're anti-feminist and you don't like women, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation with my wife because I was like, well, well, hold on, man. We want equality. So men make trash movies, too. Mm-hmm. So it's not like all men movies are good. Some of them are trash. Women can lead trash movies. So if we want equality, we can't be like, well, I want equality. I want to lead the movie. But if I make a bad movie, you still have to like it just because I'm a woman. That's not equality. So what I'll say about that is true. If that was what people were saying, Mm -hmm. you're 100% right. Yeah, shit. But people were saying when they did the movie is bad because it's pushing the feminist agenda. Yeah. So the whole thing on like riding. Yeah. Right. So you, you you you're you're right. It should be equal, but you can't say it's bad because of women. But nobody's saying that. We're saying that this no, movie no, no, is no, no. bad. You're not saying that. A lot of people are saying that. God, I would say a majority of people 
that actually, if you have that have a respectable opinion on this, yeah, can break that movie apart very easily. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you got idiots, but I'm talking about intelligent movie watching people can literally watch all the dumb shit that happens in that movie and tear that movie apart without once mentioning that it's a woman. Because it's a bad movie. The script writers wrote that wrong. The actors had no idea what the fuck they were doing. They shit on the whole legacy of so many things. Don't get me started on Nick Fury's eye. It's so yeah, that, much that, that part pissed me it's off. It's so much stuff done just to make a joke that they fuck up things that we care about. So that's the re- it would be like if Black Panther was a bad movie. You could say it's a bad movie. The reason it didn't get the hate is because it was actually done high level. This movie was not. And it should have been. And that's all I'm saying. Hmm. I'm just going to get off of interesting breakdown. Yeah, we could go back and forth for hours on this. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not going to. We're we're going to get into some songs. Songs. Got some scenarios. All right, man. What's the scenario? I'm looking at this. I'm trying to think. I did it right. I'm interested that I did it right. All right. Yeah, man. So we got what's the, what's the scenario? <laughs> Let's hope that order's right. Yeah, Take man. two. Gotcha. We got what's the scenario. And it's a new game we started, I think, last week that we got really good feedback on. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. People was you know saying what they would pick one out of what we picked, and then they would pick what they would pick that wasn't us. So um, did y'all hear anything? I just, just before we even get into this round, did y'all hear anything interesting? Uh, my boy A Sweet uh, was like, I love this segment. I love this. Like, we need to keep doing this. Yeah. That's dope. Um, so a couple of my homeboys that listened, they were just like, it's funny. It was funny as hell. Just listen to our, our reactions to the songs. Because uh, we don't know what songs are going to play. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we, we kind of had a little discussion this before this one started. And I guess for these this, these scenarios, we kind of feel like we maybe picked the same songs. Oh, it could be. We'll see. Yeah, man, so we'll see. There's a threat of that. Yeah, man, so what's the scenario? Of course, we bring a scenario, um, and then we bring a song that we think best relates to that scenario. So I guess we can kind of keep the same order. Reggie will go first, then me, then Rock. Mm-hmm. You know, Rock, you didn't bring any backups, so I guess you're no confident backups. that no one picked. I hope not. No All pressure. Right. <laughs> All right, man, so what's the scenario? First scenario is, what is the theme song of your life? Right, mm. I have that in order, right? I have that, I yeah, have yeah. That correct. It should be okay. <laughs> it should be in order. Let's hope so, cause we gonna find out real quick. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So first song is Rez's song. Let's see what this is. Shit. Ever right. okay. since I got money, I ain't been happy like I used to. Okay. All right. So you gotta pay the cost to be the boss. They do say that. They do say that. Check this. They do say that. When you the nigga with the money. Somebody go to jail, you gotta pay their bill. This ain't me. Who is this? Somebody die, they gonna turn to you for the funeral. Mm. But I just be thinking like, when I'm gonna be able to turn to somebody shit. This does sound some shit that really too. You said what? This does sound like you. I done did shit for niggas a thousand times. Mm. Told them no one time. (laughs) Watch you talk about (laughs) crazy, run bite my back out. Okay. But I still stood tall. Uh, When you sitting at the top and you think you seen it all. Caught up with your dreams with nobody else to call With tears up on my face Cause I know I'm gonna be straight Had to cut a cut This nigga, this nigga rares about something You gotta listen to the lyrics Yeah Oh, this the price of being great Price of being great They hate you when you're winning But they love it when you're great okay, so price of being great I'm curious now What makes you pick this song? Um 
Honestly, cool. well, probably because uh, I hit rock bottom, and so I had to really do a lot of sacrificing to get where I'm at now. And people would come to me to get advice, whether it be from the show or just like personal stuff. But then I didn't really have anybody I could go to. Like you actually became one of the only people that I can go to about shit that really hurts me. Right. People that really things that really affect me. And so when I heard this, I'm just like. I don't know. I felt like he was narrating shit that I go through. It's just like, well, like, it's weird. Niggas think that I'm bougie and that I have shit now. Because they, they saw where I came from. And I'm sitting there like, I ain't really got shit yet. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it's like, niggas call me to do shit for them that probably I shouldn't be the person you're calling to do that. Because I'm still trying, I'm still working to try to get stuff done. Right. Yeah. Uh, I can give you advice, but I can't save you. And then, you know, uh, we, we've talked about my family shit. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, yeah. Damn. And and then family turns on you. I've had fa- just in my little journey, I've had family members turn on me just because they've seen the difference between 2019 and 2015. So that's that's been that's been some bullshit. That's crazy. Damn, that's real, bro. When I stun on that Instagram, I'm just showing them more. Started with some real shit. Yeah, I feel bad for my song now. Okay, that's what's up, man. I like this. one telling me never. I like this one, man. That was good. That was a good one. That was a good one. Hmm. Okay. Well, here's my song. No pressure. So that was Meek Price of Being Great, right? Yeah. Meek Mill Price of Being Great. I'm not mad at that. Damn. I probably should have went less. No, no, that was good. That was good. Okay, so here's my song. Mm. Uh, I think. I hope. I hope this is my song. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was looking at like the tracks and how it looked. I was like, damn, this don't look like this song right here. These ways don't look right. Yeah, it don't. These ways don't look right. Yeah. That was my shit. That was my shit. That was my shit. Let's get lost. Oh, you didn't let that ride? You tripping, cuz. What you mean, let it ride? Everybody know the song? Nigga, everybody know the song. That's why you gotta let it ride. Yo, I was about to get in my fucking you, you bag. You your nigga. bag. You I'm not your bag. I'm about to get in my graduation bag. Yeah, nigga. my bad, man. My bad. But yeah, I was, I was, I was trying to figure out what song because I didn't want to go nothing too crazy. I wanted something that actually had some substance in the lyrics. So okay, so what? What about that song? Makes you feel like that's the thing, man. Shit, kind of the same thing that you said, especially in the beginning of the song. It's like whatever don't kill you make you stronger. Yeah, and. You know, you go you go through a lot of stuff. I mean, and life has held you life hands you different cards. And it's like even when you even when you like figure out the cards that it hands you, it's like, okay, all right, it's time to reshuffle the deck and we gotta give you something else. Mm-hmm. And so right. it's like it's like, you know, whatever I've been through and whatever I dealt with, it hasn't killed me, you know, so it only makes me better. You know, the mistakes I've made, they didn't cost me my life or cost me something major. Or maybe it did, but some way I found out to rise and get through it, and it made me wiser. So mm-hmm. that's dope, yeah, man. So that's that's that kind of resonated with me, especially that that first part. 
I like it. Me likey. Yeah, man, man. So, yeah. I guess I could have had my shit playing in the background, too. Yeah, like, I should have let it ride, bro. I'm sorry. My bad. Next song, next song, next song. <sighs> All right, this is... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. This is rock song. Uh, theme song to your life. This is rock songs right here. Well, we're moving on Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know the irony of this is I literally just helped him move into this apartment on the third floor. He did move up. Moved on up. Come on, second floor last time. Not on the third floor. Fish don't fry in the kitchen. Bees don't burn on the grill. You know, I kind of wish. Why do I think about batter up every time I hear this? Yeah, you hear that, right? Nelly. Batter up. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the kitchen. <laughs> Please don't burn on the grill. That's right. Go light it. That nigga is tripping. <laughs> batter okay. up. So, right, why did you pick Moving On Up? Yes. Yeah, why did you pick this? Um, It actually, because I wanted to do a, a, a older song, mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. And it's one that culturally everybody knows. Yeah. Uh, but what that's meant for me in the past couple years is uh, where I look at where I came from before I moved to Texas in uh, in Louisiana in Shreveport. I was at a point in my life where I was complacent, uh, where I I was comfortable with what I had. Right. And since I came out here, since I've you know met a better circle, I'm always getting better and better. I'm uh, moving from one level to the next level. Right. And I. It's a part where I'm at the point now where I'm always keep getting higher and higher, where I'm trying to get a piece of the American dream. Mm. So that's why I picked this one. That's dope. That's what's up, man. I did want you to, it's so crazy because I wanted you to stop it, stop the song at, um, damn, the beans part. Fish don't burn on the grill, that mm-hmm. part. I just wanted to hear that grill chop and screw. Oh, that grill. grill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's timing. You know, I was I was thinking about this. May this remind me of something I was thinking about the other day. You know, like back in the day. Well, I, they may not have told you this, but like you know, like little home remedies that they kind of come up with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of one the other day, and it was like, if you burn yourself, you put butter on it. Yeah. You know about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard that one. So I was thinking, I was like. Is this shit like for real, for real, or was we just like just coming real. up with shit back in the day, right? So I nobody Googled. with good skin ever has ever said that to you. You say what? Nobody with good skin has ever said that. To you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I googled it, right? So I was like, butter on burnt <laughs> on burns, and it's, you're actually not supposed to do that. That's actually the opposite. You're actually supposed Work? to put yes, because any type of oil that goes on the skin keeps the heat on the skin you can damage your skin that's why I hurt for so long again nobody with good skin ever told you <laughs> mom was like just put, just apply the pressure boy just apply the pressure yeah, just, just apply the pressure breathe like, breathe man. it hurt mama just, just leave it on there <laughs> oh my. nah but I burned myself one time and fell asleep with a stick of butter on my shit I was like <laughs> this woke up hollering in the middle of the night like this shit is this oh, still hurt so, oh my god yeah, man, definitely put some cold ice and cold water on that shit. Oh my god! That was like one of those. I was like, okay, that's sweet. funny. All right, man. So scenario two is a twelve-hour road trip. So you're on a twelve-hour road trip, and the rail gets stuck on a song that's on repeat, uh, a song that you hate that's on repeat. What mm. song is it? Hmm. All right. So, Rudy, right? You yep. want to go first? 
or Rez. I'm sorry. No, that's all good. I all caught right. you John earlier. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so 12 hour road where Song is on stuck on repeat that you hate. What song is it? This is uh, Rez's song. <laughs> I hate this fucking song. I hate this song so much. That's hilarious. Hit the road, Jack. <laughs> oh my gosh, that John Cena. I hate this fucking song so much. John Cena. I hate this fucking song oh my God. so much. Just the rapping. Good my lord. time is now. This uh, you can't see me. <laughs> oh my God, bro. Is there a story behind why you hate this song? Yes. Because John Cena represents Brie Larson. This nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, this nigga, like after the Stone Cold Rock era, the greatest era of wrestling, we got John Cena, who was a makeshift Stone Cold and Rock. He was going against the authority like Stone Cold, and he was doing like his little "You can't see me" pe- fake ass people's elbow five knuckle shuffle shit. I'm just like, all right, nigga, like, all right, like get the fuck out of here, bro. Like nobody likes you. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Shit. I can't argue with that. That's funny. I can argue with that. I, I hate John Cena. That's funny. Damn. Okay. Nigga, could you hold on? Play it real quick. Could you imagine twelve hours of that shit? Yes. Just because of the prank phone call that was done. Just nonstop. Oh, I know what prank phone call you're talking about. I know that was hilarious. Okay. Okay. Hello. Yeah. 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 Is this champ? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yo. We, we should check that out. That that would be funny. That's funny. Okay. Damn. Alright. That, that, 12 hours of that would be hell. That shit would be funny. <laughs> that shit would be funny. Just hold 12 hours. <laughs> you know, after three hours, you'll love that song. Oh my God. <laughs> no, real shit though, I ain't gonna lie though. That, oh, that, that's that shit does yeah. ride. Avenue. I like that shit. <laughs> but once them horns come in, fuck that song. <laughs> Damn, that's funny as hell. All right, I got a song. I actually have a, a personal vendetta against this song. Um, oh, hold on. I can I can guess what song this is. You probably you probably don't know what it is. You probably don't know what it is. Are right, you ready? Yep. All right, so this is my shit. Oh, this ain't it. Touching hands. The fuck? What is this? Reaching out. <laughs> the fuck is this? Touching me. What the, the type of R. Kelly song is this? You. Y'all never heard this? Touching me, touching you. Hands reaching out. Y'all never heard this song? What? Hell no. What, what the fuck is this? What movie was this from? Hold on, let it ride. Well, y'all, y'all heard the song before? No. Why no. do you hate this song? So, all right. The reason I hate this song, there was I was watching something one day, and there was a car commercial. It was a kid commercial, and this the commercial came. You on narrating twice. this with that song in the background is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> Keep fucking talking. This sounds This sounds great. Go ahead. So it was a kid commercial, and and, and whatever I was watching, this kid commercial came on. Twice every commercial break, every commercial break, and it was it was two Caucasians that pulled up at a, at a at a traffic light, and they were both playing Sweet Caroline. Then it was like, bah, 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 you know, honking the horns and shit, and it's like, 
Okay, and then the next commercial break. Sweet Caroline. <laughs> All right, next break. Sweet Caroline. Like, shut the fuck, sweet Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I was like, God damn. Like, Ash, Ash, I hate, I hate this song with a passion, fool. I hate this song. <laughs> I hate that song with a passion. I had I had another one, but because sweet like Caroline. Sweet Caroline. <laughs> oh my god. I hate it with a passion. I hate it with a passion. That's um, gonna be a thing. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. I had another song, but because that song, this song here triggers me. And like <laughs> I, I would I would hate to be on a road for 12 hours and that shit come on. Oh my I, god. I promise you. The other song I had, um, I'm not gonna play, but it was this is the song that, that never. Oh my god, oh, that is annoying. Yo, you're gonna be pissed. Oh, yeah, friend. that one, that's annoying. It's I'm with you right now. That's yours? No, no. Oh, <laughs> I would have felt bad. I would have felt bad. I should have picked it though. That shit is annoying. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, so this is rock song right here. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> for twelve hours. Next, oh my god, baby shark. This is my this is my third pick. I go, I was like, yo, I 12 hours of baby shark. Oh my god, this song go hard, nigga. Fuck y'all for 12 hours. Hell, Hell yeah, nah. fuck that. I'm done already. Daddy shark, daddy shark. Now, all of a sudden. Twelve hours, bro. Hell no, nah. I could not do this shit. Oh my god, <laughs> bro. Hell no, nah. that was, that was perfect. Good. That was funny. Baby shark, no. Hell oh, nah. twelve shark. hours straight. That was a good one. Baby <laughs> shark. That was oh my god. Pick. That was a good one. I'm that not was mad a good pick. One. I'm not mad at that one. That was funny. That was. That was funny. a funny little round. All right. Um. So last scenario. All right, and it is uh, your girl tells you that she's pregnant, but doesn't know who the father is. Mm, that's a rough scenario. It is a rough scenario. Your girlfriend tells you that she's pregnant, but she don't know who the father is. <sighs> this is the one where I was like, me and Rock probably picked the same song. I'm really curious about this. I'm curious how this is going to go out, too. But I'm curious. That way, that way it look familiar. Going to put Reds, is that way the same? Oh, no. Y'all got two different songs. No, we, we got, got two different, different songs. Because uh, I was thinking, I was like... Hmm. I'm just gonna see. You may clip. Oh, y'all may go ahead and play. Let's see. Alright, you ready? Alright, so this is uh this is Rudy's song here. Res, okay. I'm sorry, Res, Res song. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. I said that you's a ho. Hello! You's a Nah. We say. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. You doing whole activities? <laughs> Holes are your friends. Holes are your enemies. Do what you do. Screw what you screw. Come on, Luda. As soon as I heard this song, I was like, "Yup." To a hotel. This is what this is what I would be playing her. Yeah, this is this is this is the whole zone layer. This this is the song I will play after I, I got out of my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hit my feelings first. 
You know what song when I saw that? When I saw this scenario pop up, you know what song I thought of? What? I'm leaving on the next flight. Don't know when I'm coming back. I'm a south side nigga. You can find me where the money at. In the crib where your money at. Oh man. Okay. All right. All right. So here's my song. So I got in my feelings for I ain't gonna lie. I was in my feelings when this was. I was like, damn, they gonna be this feelings a little bit. Like this ain't gonna be the this gonna be the first song I'm like. Alright, all right. see y'all ready? Yeah, let me, see, let me see. What you playing? Y'all don't know what this Damn, is. Oh my god, this is. Damn, y'all know what this is? Y'all ain't feeling me. Y'all not in my bag. Y'all not in my bag. Y'all not in my bag. Y'all never heard this song before? Why, why would you pick this? Hmm? Why would you pick this song? Because, like, the chorus, like, if it's my girl, I'm like, damn, like, you got knocked up and you don't know who the, who the baby is. Like, it's really the chorus that, like, puts me in that whole, like, damn, like, that's fucked up. Like, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm asking you to explain so you can buy time to get to the chorus. There you go. Mm. Here's bitch right here. Professional podcaster. Mm. How could you give give them everything that we made? Mm. Oh, oh, actually, how could you call them all the names that you used to call me? Mm. You know, you know what she did? Mm. She called all the same daddy. <laughs> Everybody's name was daddy. Everybody's name was daddy. <laughs> Everybody's name was daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Look, I got a good shot for that. Oh shit! All right, there's a song I should have picked, but I'm not gonna say it because. J-Rock may have picked... Did you pick R&B? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it. All right, so... But there's a song in my head that that song reminded me of that I should have picked. So, this, I to, this song here I just played? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, I have to do a little... I feel like we're going to explain it. So, this is a song that's playing as she's telling me. Oh, damn. This is a song that's playing as she's, she's telling, telling me. Oh, I feel like we all gave different phases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did. Like, <laughs> like my shit was like the early, like it still hurt. Right. Like, your shit is as she's telling you when Rez yeah. is like, all right, I'm over this shit. I'm over yeah, it, was it was like a week later. It was a week later. You the I said that you so. Yo ho activities. Yeah, Rez's song is like after you, like, your niggas done got you out the house and they're in a bar and all that stuff drunk. <laughs> And you ain't tipping. Yeah, you ain't tipping. You ain't been tipping the boss in the evil. Shoot that nigga. Oh, these broke ass niggas ain't tipping. She took everything from me. I ain't got no pockets. I'm mad our songs went through. Oh my God. I'm mad our songs went through all the phases of the. Yeah, man. That's dope. All right, okay. All right, so what you got? This is Rock Song right here. Confessions. Confessions. I can see that. Mm. I can see that. Mm. This is this is okay. Yeah, yeah. Is he a confession? But she got one on the way. Mm. She got one on the way, and it may not be you. Yeah, boy. Yeah, bro. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. And I don't know what, what to, to do. God damn it! Y'all and y'all uh, R and B bag. Yeah, I was in my. I'm keeping it gutter on my side. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go off a couple drinks, you can do that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. Okay. I- I'm with you. I'm rolling with you. Yo, when this shit hitting that uh, R&B experience, that lounge, yeah, this shit was hitting. 
bro, this shit was hitting. Yeah. When the whiskey and the, and the coke hit you. Yeah, I could tell, I remember this song. Yeah. Yeah. I don't this remember many, many songs, but this I remember this one. Yeah. That's that's what's up, man. Oh man, oh cool. man. But we going through phases of breakups over here. Yeah, man. Mm. Oh, hmm. bonus, bonus round. Yes, oh, okay. bonus. Yes. Uh, I got one other that I wanted to uh, get in there. Hmm? And this explains something. All right. Go ahead and play it. We'll react. We can just this react and stop it. Scam. Check it out. Hello? Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> one question for you. Are you ready? <laughs> Turn it off. Are you ready for what? Who's this? Are you ready for this Sunday night? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. WWE Super Slam. Yeah. <laughs> Oh right shit! Now you can order this awesome pay-per-view this was funny. I was surprised it was actually like a prank. Like somebody was like actually I'm calling sorry, this one no, person back and hitting this I can't wait she kept on picking up. I'm surprised that you, that no. she let it ride okay. as long as she did. Yeah. Because yeah. I after a moment I was like she's got to be in on this, but at the end, yeah. Hello? Oh, yeah. I, I just haven't had my coffee yet. Really? Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit, that is funny. I can rock for 12 hours with this. Hold on, there's, there's, there's one more. Um, Bill Terry, Beast Wars Military? That one, yeah. that one. I gotta hear that shit. You have it? We can wrap it. You have it? No, no, it's in there. It's, yeah, it's the full thing. Oh, okay, okay. Hello? Hi, can I speak to Champ? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Champ? Is Champ there? Who is Champ? That question will be answered this Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, this is actually perfect. It fits into the the song. Hey, fits sir, into the Bree situation. Quit calling my house. Who's Champ? Triple H of the Big Show in a spit swapping makeup match. In a spit swapping makeup match. Hello. Hello, can you stop screaming in your little sirens or whatever that is? Oh can you God. knock it off for five seconds? Not interested. Stop calling my fucking house. Ooh, she's getting hot. She's spicy. Spicy. Hello? I'm watching you. <laughs> Excuse me? That's exactly what the Undertaker told John Cena. <laughs> oh, shit. Why would you, why would you keep on following? Yo, why are you answering the phone? That's like, yo, like, number two has been blocked long time ago. What's that nigga on block? Oh, Hell yeah. Stop calling my I would do that shit one day. I would. I, I, I would. I would have done that. Take calling. That nigga said in a triple-double match. Chainsaw. 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 John Cena's crazy motherfucker. Now, no wrestling, no super motherfucking slam is happening in this house. All right, last boy. I swear to Jesus, if this is those wrestling fucks again. Okay, good morning. Uh, hi, I'm just calling this morning to ask if you're a supporter of the United States military. Oh my God, I apologize. We've oh been getting calls all morning. I, I apologize, and yes. Fantastic. Yes, I am. Great. Are you a supporter of the Marine Corps? 
Yes, absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Great, because a former decorated member of the United States Marine Corps <laughs> needs your support. And his name is John C. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Yo, oh the my. fact that this nigga was dropping the price every time he called her. The first time he called her, he's like fifty nine ninety nine. Same time, forty nine ninety nine. For the super special price of thirty nine ninety nine. That shit there is cranny. That shit there is funny as hell. Alright man. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one to end up on. Good times. Good, good times. times indeed. Hit us up. Speak between the lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join the conversation we're already having. Mouth is dry. <clears throat> oh. Check out our merch. Oh, man, I said my mouth was wet. Uh, double pause. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. That is an elevated pause. <laughs> Check out our merch, bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You'll find all of our shit. There's nothing else. This is King Gabe signing off. This is J Rock. Young Rez. Speak between the lines. We out of here. <laughs>